by the way i'm quincy jones by the way we're in the uh patented luxurious mm-hmm. oh you know what it is quintessential quincy's catering mm-hmm. and creative kayfabe castle of greatness <laughs> i love the castle man I, I just now you've turned it into like a uh it's my a, humble abode it's like wyatt's funhouse now you know um, what i mean you give me eureka just vibes but like it's gonna be dope don't hip-hop well, he he said, okay. Magellan with, I was a, about with, to say, with, with a big Magellan, old dookie chain. Let's go. Magellan with the wingspan <laughs> on, just dumb sick. Hey, excuse our time capsule for a second, but this is the Quincy Jones Show. And like you that said, wrestling is, has happened, man. A lot of it. It has as well. Yeah. Uh, there's some stuff going on, man. Yeah, I, I, got, I got a little bit of stuff because there is a lot of, I mean, it's positive, it's negative, you know. I think it's mostly weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very. It's, it's kind of tipping the scales in that, uh, okay. Yeah, it's like that afterburn just just chilling in the air just like but, you know it's what? gonna let, fade away at some point let, right? let us uh stop uh you know trying to juice it up and just get straight to the yeah we'll dive right in uh, uh you know last week we talked about AEW. they announced they're going to be uh you know bringing in a new show in august yeah. i believe it's uh, august 13th of this year uh and you know right before they actually take both shows uh which will be AEW rampage and dynamite to uh tbs to in january of i was next about to year. say i think that yeah that's just january of 2022 yes okay. yes so next next january and uh you know it's being said they uh, actually received a eight figure fee increase uh which is ah. probably really good and i mean especially got two shows I mean that'll so help. So Daniel Bryan and CM Punk, come <laughs> yeah, on, come down, on, right? <laughs> uh, though Samoa Meltz- Joe, <laughs> yeah, right. Meltzer though did. I mean, because he's going to know all things AEW. He did say uh, it is believed that the new deal for the complete package, which is you know the moving of Rampage and Dynamite, was not an extension from the original deal. Which, if you remember last year, was uh, yeah. announced that they got extended to 2023. So there hasn't been any extension added to it. But you know, this eight figure seems to be it's like an on top of whatever. Yeah, they were, you it know, seems to so. be like more of like an amendment or more than an extension exactly now Meltzer also is offered uh, basically to expect from Rampage Uh, it says it'll be generally taped on Wednesday nights but there will be special Friday night live tapings because it will air on Fridays and uh, those special Friday night uh, tapings will be probably on weeks go home weeks for pay-per-views it appears they'll say uh, just to save money they'll run it in the same city that the pay-per-view will be in probably for that weekend probably ideally to do what they're doing this weekend for Double or Nothing yeah I was just about to bring that up yeah because I was going to say I, I think that's kind of like the first little, I guess, experiment. Of, I mean, because they're doing their own little fan fest as opposed to the, um, I can't remember what was the, the, the StarCast yeah. series that they were doing before. Exactly. Obviously, I think it's a little too early to even bring back StarCast. Yeah, I mean, know. we missed it, but not yeah, yeah. not that much if it's going to you know jump the line. But uh, yeah, he did add that right now the plan is a mix of all tapings for Dynamite, Rampage, Dark Elevation, and Dark, uh, which I thought those merged. I, I didn't realize those were going to be separate, Dark and Dark Elevation. No, as far as I knew, they they because yeah, one's Monday and one's Tuesday. Oh, okay, got yeah. you. So uh, some weeks will be on Wednesdays, and some weeks will split up tapings on Wednesdays and Fridays. 
Now, in regards to those four additional calendar events that would be coming, that was also announced last week with the Rampage announcement. Uh, basically, he said they're, they will be set to be formatted similar to WCW's old Clash of the Champions or like Saturday Night Live main event okay. was, uh, you know, because, you know, that, that or, stuff. Or Thunder? Used, <laughs> no, 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 not <laughs> no. going there because they're talking about how it used to be a big deal in the 80s. You yeah, know? no, I mean, and, yeah, it's, uh, it's weird when you think about what main event is now and what it, to us. Yeah. And what it really meant to like the fans back in like the eighties, like you're saying like it, yeah, it is a dra- like it's it's insane. Yeah. It's a d- drastic, d- yeah. It's it's night and day. Uh, but they did mention since WWE does own Clash of Champions name, I, I even think they don't they do a Clash of Champions. Yeah, they've now? done they've done Clash of Champions. They've done uh, they've done a different one. Do they? they they've yeah. What was it Night, Night, of Night of Champions? Yeah, that I was whole say, deal. Yeah, they, they changed the name at one point. Yeah, yeah. definitely. But they said that uh, the company is going to basically they're going to have four new destinations uh, for those events per year, and they'll all have different names as well. And the last bit of news for so AW. Wait, wait, I'm sorry. So does that mean that they're going to? S- still just keep the four big event thing or you think they're going to add more big events no so the those four are in are like in addition to the ones they already kind of run or consider their big okay that's know, what i was events. wondering because you okay. know they do a good job kind of scattering them around and making yeah yeah like, like the bloody edition was... type of takeover type stuff like how nxt's kind of done it too yeah, yeah like the blood and guts and blood and guts like winners, winners coming yeah, yeah all that stuff the, you know holiday bash and each break exactly um, exactly so new year's um, smash <laughs> yeah, and, and definitely in terms of titles now, uh, do, do got to say Matt Men podcasts, which are very reliable. They did say that those trios titles will be introduced very soon, which I think will be dope, especially if uh, Rampage is coming in a few months. Uh, also, in terms of uh, the TNT title, because a lot of people have been asking what's going to happen with that, seeing as they're going to be moving to TBS, you know, in uh, less than or a little over a year. And uh, basically, they said uh, from t- uh, Tony Khan, the plan is to keep the title, but he also has a different turner idea that he thinks is cool and that's all he kind of had to say about that so far so oh uh, man let's yeah look. i mean can we at least have him say it to someone that's in the wrestling business first and then yeah. have him be like well i don't know we don't want another sammy guevara situation <laughs> yeah exactly you know and one more thing too with aw uh don Callis. Like, apparently there's a big snafu that happened right now Impact, you know, he's an executive with Impact, but they're running an angle that kind of blurs the lines where EVP, Scott Demore, he's like laying down an ultimatum. Hey, man, you can't be both his manager, Kenny Omega, I mean, and an executive with Impact, so you're going to have to choose. Apparently, somebody that updated the website accidentally removed him from the website, you know what I mean? And so it's kind of one of those things where it's like, okay, well, now it seems that Don is leaving Impact if he hasn't already, and it's definitely expected that he'll sign with AEW if he hasn't already. Uh, The quote I got was that Don Callis was removed as an executive on the website. Lots of people in the company had been predicting for some time that Callis would wind up under contract to AEW as Kenny's manager. What we were told is that they were doing a story to mirror real life, and the impression was that it would be end up in TV storyline with Callis being part of AW and that at that point Callis would no longer be an executive on camera in Impact but someone changed the website long before the story played out which kind of spoiled you know I guess the long term booking that, that's kind of weird so. because I also heard uh, uh, in terms of people <laughs> being removed or titles being changed or whatever uh, there were several people that said on the Peacock uh, or you know for the WWE Network mm-hmm. they had typed in Daniel Bryan and it had him listed under uh, the alumni section. Oh wow! Okay, yeah. I mean, yeah. It, so, 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 not, well, not, not the website, but yeah. the actual network. 
Got you. You know what I mean? Which is, I'm like, that's kind of weird that they would go that far. Yeah, that far, yeah. I mean, and I've heard some other stuff. I heard they're changing different things. Apparently, like, uh, you know, WrestleMania Backlash, that was one of the things. Uh, I can't remember the next thing. It's another tagline type of deal. I know Survivor Series is going to be the best of the best is, like, going to be the theme. Like, there's a lot of, like, I, I don't, so apparently that WrestleMania Backlash thing, that was a Peacock move. So I, I I don't know why they're like but, yeah we've never heard of a WrestleMania before but can we get a, a part two well, well our next uh, event is actually backlash yeah let's call it WrestleMania backlash <laughs> yeah we'll exactly. get just as many people to come it's almost like man like, that was so fun yeah can we oh, do God. it again yeah um you know uh I, I know we have some other stuff to go through I mean uh you know we got yeah. we got some WWE news here well okay yeah, semi WWE well, and we'll get the, yeah you know we'll get there. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I was gonna say I figured we say the that for last for sure, um, but I actually had uh, some quick news here. Uh, Dana Warrior, obviously uh, wife of the late Ultimate Warrior. Yes, sir. Um, for many wrestling fans, you guys may already know that this week. Uh, well, first of all, A W A N E. My bad. I'm, I'm over here on some A W stuff. A and E working with WWE. Nice. Uh, they have been producing these bio- biography uh, series. Uh, basically showcasing several of like you know uh, legends and their stories and you know just a lot of pr- prolific uh, entities within the wrestling uh, business, but obviously under the WWE banner, uh, I believe they just had Shawn Michaels, mm. Book- Booker T, uh, Macho Man was the only one that was kind of questionable. Roddy, uh, yeah, they had Roddy Piper that was really good as well. Stone Cold that was really good as well. Yeah, that was the first uh, one they kicked off. With, yeah, right? the Stone Cold one was really that's what really got me kind of like angry with like like it's hard like I honestly I've never watched this le- like least amount of Raw ever. Damn. Um, okay. Yeah, it's it's really because welcome. Yeah, it's crazy, <laughs> man. But uh, they did just release the Ultimate Warrior one on Sunday. Um, there was some talk because obviously Dark uh, Dark Side of the Ring is going to be also releasing their episode of the Ultimate Warrior on uh, this Thursday. Um, day the day after or the day before okay. this comes out, you know what I mean? Yeah, I saw a little snippet of it. Um, but yeah, there was a lot of talk amongst the contingent of online fans because. They said that, you know, where one is obviously associated with WWE and produced uh, alongside WWE, that actually had uh, Dana Warrior uh, uh, working openly with them. Mm -hmm. And then while his first wife, uh, Sherry, was equally, I guess, as involved with working with the the guys that produced the Dark Side of the Ring series. So a lot of people were already drawing, you know, a line in the sand as, okay, which one's going to be the the good take and the bad take, but... (laughs) Yeah, uh, it's like polar opposites that are I mean, within I, each other. Yeah, I, I'm actually like, surprised people are, are kind of expecting it that way. My thing is, like, they did talk about some stuff with Warrior in the A, uh, A&E one that mm-hmm. I saw. So it wasn't like it was this glowing review. You know, I mean, they, 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 they chronicled everything from, you know, all the way up until his last days. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but, you know, Dana Warrior, she was promoting a, uh, the A&E one on Instagram. And then she was asked by a fan if she had worked with the, the guys from uh, Dark Side of the Ring. Uh, on that episode, and she just replied, I had no part in this project. Smut and filth does not rise to my note. Whew. I don't know what that means, but I'm like thinking like... It must be. I'm guessing there's another side of him that they're kind of talking about through Sherry's point of view. Yeah, I think it's... Um, which it's, is yeah. kind of unfair when you think about it because there's not only one side of him. I mean, she doesn't know who he was before, you know, yeah. after, you know, before her. 
But I could so, also understand you know, the other side where we have seen. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I think a lot of people know that a there's the love hate relationship that was that did exist with you know Warrior and WWE. You know, because he was one of the most beloved. Then you know he tried to stick up Vince, and he left, and then they kind of went on a whole like smear campaign with the DVD, and then he went to WCW, and that didn't pan out. Then he finally came back, and then he passed. You know. But in between, I feel like all the things that they tried to piece together with Ultimate Warrior when he was on good terms did have Dana attached to it. So maybe having someone else gives us a different I think angle, it gives the whole, maybe kind of the whole story. Yeah, at some of the stuff we kind of know or the folklore that follows yeah. uh, Jim Helwig, you know what I mean? Like, I'd start, Very true. I, and I know I was fascinated by his character, so I'm not against seeing what, what's brought to the table, but I know yeah. with Dark Side, it's got to be, you know, whew, it, well, it's going to be mean, heavy, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I guess uh, you know a lot of people are kind of thinking that that's how you know the direction they're going to be coming from. But I guess for me, I'm just thinking you know one thing that they definitely did not touch on in the A and E one for sure was any any of his time in WCW, which they own. Yeah, you know everything. You know they never brought it up. They never even like well, showed he was, him. He you know was supposed I mean? to do more than one match, and they couldn't. You know, it, it's yeah, a, but it was a you whole, know, yeah, but, so. but it is one of those things where you're like, well, that's a point in time that everyone does remember and they just they you know purposely like they focus a lot on his bodybuilding gotcha uh, start and then you know they they glanced over him and sting sting's actually on there and he's he's titled as a wwe legend (laughs) or or a hall of famer or whatever Uh, i mean it's not it's not untrue but yeah Uh, but yeah you know aw talent yeah, they, you know, they they chronicle all the way up to his return to WWE, and um, you know, I say that as a cheap segue because mm-hmm. we talk about returns. Um, yes, sir. Oh. Well, we, we got some some news here. It's a little bit more big news with WWE. Mm-hmm. Um, unless I guess you know, on the more on the positive side as far as uh, their name in the news lately. Also, but uh, you no, know, go ahead, they're going to be uh, returning to uh, live touring. Um, July sixteenth is going to be yeah. uh, the first live episode of Friday Night SmackDown. Um, in front of a crowd, and there have already been uh, advertisements for the return of Edge, Sasha Banks, and also uh, there's been some rumors and uh, whispers and innuendo that possibly uh, Cena, mm-hmm. uh, Mr. John Cena, John Cena, he may be on deck. And you know, you know, to be honest, it wouldn't be that different from when they said like The Rock was coming to. Yeah, you know, for for the first episode of, of SmackDown, SmackDown. Oh, yeah, so, on Fox. Yeah, you know, it could be just one and done, and. Yeah. Well, I, and I do. I I think why it's uh, interesting is I believe that's the go home SmackDown before uh, Money in the Bank. So that'd be interesting. And uh, in regards to Hell in the Cell, I think that was the one I was trying to remember with the name change. It's now being called the Ultimate Show: Colon Ultimate Hell in the Cell. What? Yeah. That's yeah. That's, yeah. Drink it in, man. That's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Uh, but yeah. Uh, but no. I, I, I'm. Yeah. I think that's cool. I mean, with the touring, it'll be interesting because I know AEW announced they'll be touring pretty yeah. soon too. So, uh, but yeah, it'll be interesting because I know. Is it SummerSlam? You said it's going to be in Vegas. That is the. I mean, I, I think that's like 85% confirmed right now. They mm-hmm. were talking about, I forgot the name of the uh, the stadium itself, but it's the the new stadium they made for the Raiders. Which yes, is, sir. You know, it fits 60,000, and that's how much they're trying to hit. Mm-hmm. You know, they're trying to make it on some WrestleMania shit. But I heard that they may be changing venues because supposedly, uh, I forgot the, the which big fight is that night, uh, oh, it, but it's okay. Vegas, and it's the same weekend. Mm-hmm. So they, and then, you know, according to them, they're like, well, Vegas is more of a hit and miss because it's not a strong, uh, yeah, strong yeah, place yeah. for wrestling. I'm <laughs> like, says you know, but there's a bunch of wrestling feds that you know still, <laughs> bring, yeah. you know, bring their stuff out there. So whatever yeah, you know, yeah. but um, 
But you know, we also had, like like we said, we had some other stuff in the news regarding WWE. Yeah. Probably not so uh, you know complimentary. Uh, we did get some more releases. Yeah. Uh, you know, I know it's been weird. It's uh, it seems like anytime post Mania in terms since last year the precedent was made. I mean, it's been a couple years in the making, but I mean, last year was more notable because it was during the pandemic, and we're still. Even if it were closer to the end of the tunnel, but it happened again. But we were talking about. Uh, I, I know it's actually crazy. Alexander Wolf is on that list. Well, we'll but see. He actually yeah. kind of re reclaimed that claim and said, "No, he's actually uh, set to expire. I think yeah. it's on June sixth or something June, like that. Uh, June fifteenth. That he says. Uh, Just for the record, my WWE contract will expire June fifteenth. That means I'm a free agent on June sixteenth. There you go. So, which is. Crazy because so they could like, either resign him or he's free to go with no no think, non compete. Yeah, honest, so. exactly. And I, I think they might do that as well. But other names that are notable, I mean, they were more on the developmental side. And I did hear yeah. that, uh, that UK is is set to be having some names soon too. I heard as well. Yeah. So, but uh, I, I I know it was uh, Ezra Judge. That's right. I, which I'm not familiar with, but apparently I think he that could have been a, a main, quite a prospect though. I think that could have been a name change from someone that, that came in with another name. Oh, possibly, okay, maybe, so. maybe okay. Uh, Jasmine Duke. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. Which, uh, interesting enough, I guess she's been um, actually taking a backseat from wrestling and working with uh, uh, Xavier Woods with Up Up Down Down. Oh, okay. Um, and for the record, he actually put it out there yeah, that I WWE did. actually owns Up Up yeah. Up Up Down Down. So that's why he's able to. Yeah, a lot of people were questioning how he yeah. could continue. They're like, oh, because you're getting a good look, huh? We got you got that that G TV, okay? Yeah, yeah. G plus, okay. No, They're not no. stupid, but you know. No, uh, Skylar Story, which is uh, also Brandy Lauren from uh, Evolve. Yeah. Um, Vanessa Bourne, which we haven't seen her since she kind of was yeah. part of uh, Retribution, but kind of not, like yeah. one of the bodies. I, I And I just brought her up with that whole Chelsea Santana, you know, pussycat doll Charlie's Angels mashup oh, yeah. that didn't, you know, that was supposed to happen, but didn't happen. But yeah. Uh, Kavita Devi, mm-hmm. or Devi, I think. Uh, I remember she was in the the May Young Classic. I think maybe the first one. Yeah. Um. I remember she definitely was one of the only representatives. I think of the Middle East. Mm-hmm. Uh. But yeah, dude, I remember she had size. I haven't seen her since though. So I don't. Know. I, th- I heard she was in the PC. Yeah. But haven't seen much of her since. Um. And then uh, probably one of the one of the two biggest names. Yeah. I was just- <laughs> uh. Drake Wirtz. Uh, referee man. Veteran, longtime referee, aka Drake Younger. Yeah. Uh, has been released from NXT. Uh, I'll let you get on that before we get to the the, yeah. the other big name that now, still has yet to be confirmed, by the way. Uh-huh. But, I mean, I guess with the statement I have, we can only uh, Makes assume sense. that I mean, that's yeah, what it is. It so. seems like it's been, yeah, well... Uh, or at least acknowledge you mean by WWE. Acknowledge me. <laughs> there you go. Well, that's the thing with Drake. Uh, I had brought some news to the show before, but we didn't actually put it on air because it was a lot to unfold and was concerning at the time. Um, and it did did leave me at least scratch my head. Like I'm surprised this guy is stayed on. Like if this is the case, it seems like it was like yeah, more if, than if one he's moment. That problematic. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. And, and that was when he was on the Zoom call with the council of whatever, and he was you know trying to pitch. Uh, Something about the mask yeah. control was in conjunction with you know child uh, abduction and traffic, and, and, you know, and it was just uh, it was so far off wrestling, but it still made headlines. But so we didn't want it to infiltrate. But 
we got no choice here. He's been let go. Uh, you mentioned Ezra Judge was a talent that I think he was developmental. Uh, he was said, quote, to uh, felt the need to get physical with Drake at one point. Uh, it's been reported that uh, uh, minorities within NXT actually took exception to the way things are worded by words a lot of the times. Uh, also been reported, which is no su- uh, surprise to me, uh, he had nuclear heat brought on by himself. Um, and it kind of started notably when, you know, oh, this, this time. Dude. Okay, I'm sorry. I saw this, but he used to do a lot of videos with um, Ricochet and uh, Reginald. Oh, okay. Let me see. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. And I noticed he got he he already opened up his uh his t shirts <laughs> on pro wrestling tees. He was on it, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, no, he and and so I don't know if you remember uh, this time last year around in in your house, uh, you know there was a lot of racial tension going on, protests, all that. Triple H, it was said before the show, brought everyone together, had talked yeah, about you know yeah. all people, races, genders, and religions were welcomed. It's being said that when religions was mentioned in that, that words, uh, notably. Uh, his attitude changed immediately, and he aggressively uh, left and gathered his things before leaving. Yeah, he like stormed out, right? Like yeah, he, which is kind I'm of, angry. Yeah, Urgh. which is kind of saying something, you know. And, I don't uh, care, Paul. I don't give a shit. Yeah, right, <laughs> like, <laughs> like in front of everybody, like like yeah. And and just to keep going, I mean, because it's it's I won't say it's too much more, but you know, Fightful has said no fewer than ten wrestlers have come out yeah, and said dude. that they you know did not feel comfortable or safe uh, around words. He was said to uh, be known to have loudly. Cr- Criticize wrestlers for getting vaccinations or even simple flu shots. Um, even and even on top of that, uh, they said he kind of was trying to implement some political plays, trying to position himself for certain roles in the company, and was willing to put heat on others to get there and attempted to do it numerous times. Well, that sounds like normal wrestling. That, yeah, that, yeah. that I can't really blame him for. Exactly. But but the other stuff is yeah, because I heard that he also was uh, himself would be having to be told numerous times what because he'd be caught without a mask. Yeah. You know what? And I'm like, dude, you're the reason why people are fucking getting sick, you dummy. Like, not really, yeah. but you know what I'm saying? Like, Exa- yeah. Like, because with all the outbreaks, it's like, oh, okay. So the the one of the veteran referees is going to be on his high horse backstage. Like, that makes a whole lot of sense. Why does he get away with that? Yeah. You know, and so that's what Drake. I was curious though when he said, uh, "Don't feel safe." I, w- I want to know in what capacity, like, like I, trusting I him in a match or what, wonder, what that meant. You yeah, know I, mean? I wonder if it's like you know just around or when you see him or things yeah. he said or, or maybe, things. Yeah, maybe that, they thought he was crazy. Or yeah, something. maybe they thought know. he was a proud boy or something. I, I don't know, Ooh. man. But and I hate to say that, but you just never Where's know. Where's Zeb Coulter? <laughs> I tell you, man. I mean, uh, you want to talk about pulling back the curtain, seeing seeing the stuff you don't want to see. That's what the pandemic did, man. It really exposed a lot of people. Yeah, and, man. And, you know, it's easy to hide in the mask that is your career, especially if it's a public image. So everybody became uh, like it was like a wrestling Snowden type of situation. Yeah, yeah. Like everybody was at home with nothing to do but to infiltrate and investigate. And yeah. they, they found that shit. Yeah, like, you know definitely. I, mean? I was also going to add because I know this is going to be the big one that you get to was uh, the new commentator, Adin Verk, uh, ESPN oh, yeah. guy. He got let go too. Uh, it's worth noting because he he only lasted six episodes. Uh, it's being said that it was a mutual thing. Uh, he's saying that he you know has obligations with the MLB show, and the travel kind of restricts him from going back and forth. And he's saying he asked for his release. Meltzer is saying no, that's not the case. I don't really care. Uh, Actually, but, what ha- what happened was he uh, he got released with the rest of them. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> that's how. It- <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's how he, he would do it for sure. But uh, I guess it's it's interesting. Uh, apparently, he got his job based on his height, not on his commentary skills. As Michael Cole met him and let him know, hey man, you look you look great. And he didn't know what he meant by that. And he said your height, McMahon loves that. <laughs> He's like, uh, because- calm down, bro. No, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just, hey, this is just a commentary convention. Chill, bro. You yeah. know what I mean? Try- calm down. 
down, Adna. If I really wanted you to be part of the coleslaw, you'd know. All right. <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. But I guess, yeah, he noted that McMahon loves uh, his, uh, would like his height because it would make the, uh, you know, guys like Braun or the, you know, the big size stars look even that's, bigger. That's funny to me. Which is old school, you know. It's funny, though, because of the fact that, it, like, it's something that you would do for actual wrestlers. Like, hey, man, you should get in the wrestling business. You, you got good size. <laughs> like, yeah. It's like, yeah. hey, man, hey, you're short. You can make our guys look gargantuan. You want to get in the wrestling business? <laughs> like, <laughs> it's a very, very odd job interview, I guess. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so, and, I mean, obviously, I know we heard, uh, we talked about there's some other backstage stuff. They sliced a lot of people from the media. Uh, yeah, man. You know, and it's crazy because a lot of very, people are noting how curious. greatly in importance and revenue that media, I think it's advanced media, had helped the company over the course of the pandemic. So it's curious they would cut so many people. And the, I guess additionally, WWE started offering bonuses to people that would refer new employees just like a week ago. And then now, you know, people are describing it as a bloodbath. Like, you know, people are saying that, you know, some departments are all but destroyed and uh, just gutted out. Huh? Yeah. But because I know that they combine a few of the, the departments too. It, ex- yeah, exactly. And, and, you know, but the thing is, apparently, uh, uh, the reason is because, you know, they did it last year and it kind of showed them you know, quote, they can cut to the bone and still get things done or in other words, still make the amount of money they can, they need to, but by using less people, it still could happen. You know what I'm saying? But, in other words, fuck up. Yeah, but you know, if they're going <laughs> like, to go back on tour, you would think they'd hire back all well, those people, but That's what I was, because I'm thinking like, like you said, they're kind of like the MVPs because a lot of their stuff was visual, was visual based yeah. in terms of media to keep the show running because there was nobody there. You know yeah, what I mean? Ex- so it's mm-hmm. like, Hey, yeah, uh, we kind of helped shoulder like a lot of the burden and still made y'all look official throughout, you know, throughout. Like, yep. so how y'all gonna do that with a gutted out, you know, depleted, you know, uh, 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 what's the word? Just yeah, yeah totally workforce, co- like just compromised almost. workforce. Yeah, yeah you know yeah, what I mean. Consolidated, sure. like it's, it doesn't mean efficient, more efficient. You know yeah. what I mean? It's gonna be more work for less. Hands on deck. Like, yeah. I mean, well, I don't speaking know. Speaking of compromising, that brings us to our last release, uh, probably the bigger name. And we've been talking about it all throughout the year and the last year, I think, just trying to figure out what's going on with Velveteen Dream. Uh, it was reported he was probably, I would say, the, uh, the most notable name. Uh, along with the other ones that were recently released. We had brought him up, I think, a couple weeks ago. There was a sighting of him at Raw uh, with the thought that maybe he was going to... Backstage at Raw. Yeah, backstage at Raw, I should say. Uh, With the thought that maybe he was in turn for a main roster call-up. We potentially talked about it, but that was not the case. I was going to say, we even uh, brought up the fact uh, that they were looking at potential like new faces for Raw. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. it was like, oh, maybe... Maybe we'll see what's Definitely. up. I mean, and it, even then, I don't know how it was going to work because they're going back on, on yeah. touring. You know what I mean? Which it, that is another thing. It's like it, this comes around like an interesting uh, the timing. Uh, you know, right when they're announcing they're going back on the road. Yeah, which has been uh, the upside to being able to keep him on TV. We're talking about Velveteen Dream. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is interesting that as soon as they're about to start actually being in front of uh, you know masses of people, they're like. All right, man. Uh, yeah, so you got to go. <laughs> well, a lot of people were actually worried that he was being groomed for a coaching spot for some Don't of say the... gr- you can't use the word Velveteen yeah. and groomed. In no, the you're same. right. Or he was being <laughs> prepped, I should say. That's, for like a coaching? I mean, uh, like, he's still yeah, for young, the, though. For, like, the, well, for the open ring sessions, because they he was noted uh, to be joining them, not participating, but sitting in. 
So a lot of people are worried about that. But the dream doesn't recall. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Uh, but I, I, and I know you got the big quote. The only quote I was going to say is uh, yeah. famed WWE artist Rob Schamberger. Uh, he made news. You know, he went to Twitter and said, without saying anything further, he was the single most unprofessional person I've encountered in this business. I hope this is the wake up call he needs to start doing the emotional work to become a better person, all told. And then I had another quote that said that Velveteen was said they had friends very, very high up, obviously. So there were issues that some people didn't feel comfortable going to management about because he was close with management. I heard about behavioral issues uh, when he went to NXT. I heard issues when he went to other places, whether it be Evolve or whatever. There was a lot going on with Velveteen Dream. Hmm. And so th- those well, are the well, only Where does that got. one come from? I believe that might be from Meltzer, maybe a Sean Ross, somebody from a, a trusted source like that. Okay. That's like being, say. they're reiterating what was told to them, basically. So, well, I got to play devil's advocate here. Yeah, all right. Because, um, you know, I'm not going to make this a, a total, let's bear either the self destruction. Yeah, of, of no, Patrick no. Clark. I know. I'm you actually know I mean? curious to what, yeah. Uh, but yeah, this is the first time I'm actually speaking out. I got a uh, big shout out to Black Wrestling Alliance for uh, putting this up. Hmm. Uh, this is quite a quite a quote because he's uh, it's Patrick Clark giving his account of his reaction to his release, uh, the Velveteen Dream character, and directly addressing the sexual misconduct accusations from last year. Gotcha. Okay. So bear with me, all right. All right. And uh, yeah, this was in at the uh, Wrestling Republic is who he talked to, and this is May twenty fifth. All right. The allegation of April twenty twenty twenty. Um, has effectively derailed any upward momentum I had professionally and has ultimately resulted in my termination with WWE. My name is Patrick Clark, not the Velveteen Dream. Velveteen Dream is a character that I have spent years developing and trying to bring to life. The success of the Dream character relied heavily on kayfabe, my ability to blur uh, Patrick Clark from Tough Enough uh, with this over-the-top personality. The character was conceptualized the day Prince passed, April 21st, 2016. I knew nothing about him at the time, but my thinking was that I could use my interpretation of Prince to create an on-screen personality vastly different from who I am as a person. Q Velveteen Dream, a sexually ambiguous, gender-fluid, self-absorbed Devo. And as I learned more about Prince, I began to tame certain aspects of the character, aspects that I deemed way too over-the-top and inconsistent with who Prince was, uh, who Prince was as a performer. Now, before I unpack, I will say I've enjoyed the many stories I've been able to share on camera and I'm grateful to the many people who trusted me with their safety and wellness. Hmm. Uh, Thank you to any and everybody who enjoyed uh, and allowed me to be my character, Uh, whether you paid a tick. Oh, wait, is this out of, I think it may be out of, oh, no, this is right. Um, Thank you to, uh, to any and everybody who enjoyed and allowed me to be my character, whether you paid a ticket or walked up to me. In Walmart, my goal was to provide you with the same escape that I was offered when I first started watching. My job was to play a character and to help uh, advance storylines and drama for the fans who cared to tune in. I take my job, uh, I take any job I have seriously, which is why I remain silent about these allegations. To me, addressing rumors would be working against an already compromised ability to sell a character I've invested in so heavily. After I had been accused, I was given the opportunity to be in a storyline that lasted a few months, and I worked in a few segments unrelated to the story arc, but until now, I feel comfortable in this position to share with you the details of my accusations. The night of April 20th, from my verified Instagram account, I posted a story to my followers, letting them know that my DMs had been open. I received a few different messages ranging from support to heckling and some inquiring about how to get started in pro wrestling. I responded to a few, but not all, and of the few, I responded to one account uh, who accused me of solicitation. The account belonged to a 17-year-old aspiring wrestler wrestler named Jacob before he deleted it. 
In the conversation, Jacob shared his interest in working as a wrestler one day and asked what steps would be required. I messaged, uh, messaged back a short list of things he should consider if he was serious. Physique and promo to start. Physique because as an independent contractor, no one is going to make you train and eat in a way that can create the aesthetic of a believable pro wrestler. And promo because our job is to sell drama and you can't rely on someone flipping channels to stop and watch a choreographed fight. You'll more likely to grab their attention looking into a camera with a strong and impassioned 30-second monologue. I also inquired about which schools he was closest to in relation to wrestling training, his weight, and his height. Jacob explained how anxious he felt messaging me and asked to verify that it was really me. And I did find it strange because I have a blue check, but as a lifelong fan, I remember meet and greets and the days I would message wrestlers hoping to be seen. So I chalked it up to innocence and sent a voice message in my Velveteen Dream voice as to keep kayfabe. The full voice message has me asking Jacob about, Jacob about his height, weight, where he trained, and what school he attended. Mm -hmm which Jacob answered back with a voice message, and I continued to answer his questions until I politely wrapped up the conversation. April 21st, I wake up to notifications and tags of created screenshots and videos of a conversation that I didn't have with Jacob. I immediately contacted WWE's talent relations and social media department as to begin an investigation. Even, as the, even after the investigation, WWE released a statement maintaining my innocence. The part that hurt, hurt for me was having a personal picture that I used in my personal life on apps being used to label me as a predator, which I'm guessing is that X-rated. No, got you. Okay. I'm in no way. Uh, I am in. I am in no way of the word a predator. This is the first and only time I've been accused of any solicitation to anyone. Until I was accused of grooming by Joshua Fuller. Unlike Jacob, I know Josh. I met Josh after my stint on Tough Enough in 2015 at a meet and greet. And we developed a friendship through a mutual trainer at GXW. Hmm. Jo uh, Josh shared a Twitter screen. Uh, sh uh, Josh shared to Twitter screenshots of the first time we communicated through text in 2016, an autographed picture from when we met, and a, an extremely contradictory story. Josh alleged that I made him feel uncomfortable, but contradicts himself twice by saying that I was never sec never sexual towards him. For those willing to research Josh's tweet accusing me. Josh, Josh's messages are in blue and mine are in gray. Did he tag all the stuff? Uh, he didn't put up the picture. He's, he's, oh, okay. he's basically saying if you're going to do the research, just know that the, this is the he's, – he's putting the context in Gotcha. It. Okay. Josh claimed that he, he was a 16-year-old high school graduate and that he takes, quote, yearly trips with his friend to Orlando, Florida. I doubted what he told me, yet I kept my replies diplomatic and professional. The reality of the situation is that I was very helpful and respectful to Josh. He lives with his grandparents in rural southern uh, Maryland. Uh, Josh got a concussion in 2017 and, against my advice, insisted on wrestling. My worry came from Josh severely injuring himself, specifically his brain. I suggested he take time off from training to see a doctor. He declined because he believed he could work through the concussion, and I cut off all communication with him in 2018 because I didn't want to be partially responsible mm. had he worsened his injury. So to have him accuse me of predatory behavior because I didn't, uh, I chose not to help was pretty spiteful. Mm. Josh and Jacob are two of many people that I've helped, yet these are the only two who have found me to be malicious and predatory in how I go about helping others. What wasn't shared at the time, Josh Fuller reached out to Jacob over social media before Josh put out his own accusations. When oh, wow. When this came out, Josh Fuller temporarily deleted his Twitter account at Josh Fuller PW, 
which is important because in all the social media confusion, Josh Fuller is the only one who's, who suggested ooh, who suggested that an investigation had not been done and that he had not been contacted, which I do remember he said that. Yeah, I mean, people ran with that. Jacob deleted his social media after he was outed for being a member of an anti-black group, which I do remember that was on uh, Reddit. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, there is a public forum, and it's called WWE Stars LPSG. Uh, LPSG.com, I guess, is the, the forum. Hmm. He says, where people are buying, selling, and sharing ex- explicit photos and videos of multiple wrestlers, and no one has done anything about it to have it uh, wow. the so, site taken down. So they could do what people can be exchanging, manipulating, whatever. Yeah. Whichever, you know, however way they're getting it. That's, uh, man. He says, all in all, this entire experience uh, defamed my character and ultimately accomplished what he was sought out to do, and that was to see me released. My hope is that over time, people can put two and two together and realize that all the allegations surrounding me were baseless and untrue from the jump. I, f- I felt strongly about not needing to defend myself on social media for a while now, but I understand that the audience I work for and those who know me deserve clarity. I'm thankful for the opportunities afforded to me and the memories I have, uh, I now have as a receipt. God has, God has always had me, and he always will. Dream is officially over, but Patrick Clark lives to fight another day. Hmm. Wow. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm really speechless. Um, because, you know, on this it's, show, it's, I think we tried to, to remain unbiased. Um, and it was hard because it... I think on it, both it, sides it, it was yeah, hard. Yeah, I think. I mean, the one thing we talked about, I think, even last week was just like sometimes I think so much could be, so much can go a long way just by like acknowledging something, and that's what I think made him look like or tilted the scales on the guilty side was there was tons of accusations and no defense. There was like no, no, that's not true because of this. There, there was no, you know. That can't, you know, there just wasn't any contention from his side, and it was just quiet. It was like radio silence, and the only other people that were doing that during speaking out was guys like Joey Ryan and guys like, you know, what I mean. So, and it, it became easy to kind of yeah sort of lump him in with the exactly with, with, with the same uh, what would be deemed or looked at as, or perceived as guilty behavior. Yeah, and maybe it was by association, you know. But I I feel like we were real. Str- like steadfast and and, and, and consistent. No, we didn't just. We just jump, we yeah. want to just know, like because all it was was very dismissive. Oh, hey, we did our own investigation and uh, we didn't find nothing, so let's just move on. It was and, just and like, look, and now he's back on TV, and it's like uh, I'm not going to uh, okay. sit here and act like we didn't have little pot shots we took at times. You know yeah. what I mean? You know, because we just didn't know how to feel. Like we didn't yeah. know. We didn't have. We had a stance. Like we tried Last not was to. A, it was a weird year. Like, man, like yeah. I think what it was too is like we tr- like we try to make our stance real. Innocent until proven guilty, but over time it was like that weight of us having to be like, "Well, bro, you're not giving us anything." <laughs> you know what I'm yeah, saying? It, like, yeah, you're, you're making us because make... we didn't want, ever want it to be true. No, you know, ever. What I mean? like, like I, I mean, we we talk about how how much how long have we talked about we're VD supporters on this show? It, I mean, it, like the whole VD joke was just the insider of like probably like to the way back, you know yeah, what I mean? yeah, from the seriously. early days. So yeah. it's like I don't know. Like I, I just thought it was important to finally share that because he finally gave us what we've been asking for, and this isn't this isn't a WWE uh, approved statement via social media. Yeah, this is coming straight from him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, which out of character, you know, and I mean. 
I'm not going to just jump into his arms and say, you know, like, I'm not saying that not, not 100% of this is believable. I think it puts perspective on certain things that we've heard about because, you know, there's a lot of stuff that he, he touched on that we said, oh, I remember they talked about that. I remember that happened. Mm-hmm. But we didn't have any facts we didn't yeah. have any clarity we didn't have any reasoning any, so anything to compare it to any so context nothing this, yeah. and, and he even says you know his hope was that he didn't have to say anything to defend himself because he hoped that everyone would be able to put two and two together it was but, just but now that he's saying this stuff it's a little easier to put to do the man ain't it it really I mean, is if, if if that's what it is but you know yeah. but like it's you know you know again like i it, it's 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 just again speechless is, is probably the perfect yeah. word because it can I just it wish this came racing. out before, like, I, I mean, because it's also like, damn, like, this is all very powerful things to, to you know, really, Typicate, yeah, yeah and, and, and even to hear you read and trying to figure out how to process that stuff, but it's also like, it's tough for me to not think, yeah, but it's also like, you've had all this time to come up with something, you know what I mean, like that, like, or to say something, I don't know, I mean, there's just a lot of people who were, that, that knew how high his trajectory was in that company and maybe he's not in the right company but i don't know who he is as just patrick clark if he's not vd because he has invested so much time and creativity like he said but it is sad to think that you know people went through that much lengths you know contacting another guy and you know it's that's it's crazy man i didn't realize he actually knew one of the accusers personally you know what i'm saying yeah like, like, so. like he had like a previous communication yeah I don't, yeah, it's just like... And, I mean, anybody can manipulate anything these days. It's it's insane, the things they do. And, so. and I mean... And, and I don't know. It's weird because at times, you know, as much as we're like, well, you got to say something or defend yourself, but then there's times where people do and then they get fucking, like, creamed for it online. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. everyone's like... They're so quick to want to at somebody... And talk crap, you know what I mean? So, you know what? It also might have been a thing where he just had too much going on. He had a thing with bashing the car window, you know, the him being in a car accident. See, and, and that's that a lot that of people stuff, don't so. know about the car accident if it's legit or just something they said to kind of get, yeah, blanket get him the away, whole yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? Or or, or give, have him be able to take time away from NXT without having to publicly say why yeah. on screen. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. Yeah, but that, that's what that's all I had, man. Yeah, uh, heavy uh, news this week. Uh, but you know, hopefully, uh, you know, he's got a 30 day non compete, so he might not have to wait too long. But I can't imagine, uh, I don't know. I mean, who maybe the statement changes things, uh, but I imagine he would want some time, you know, to figure out everything, you know, that's on the table. So, but uh, yeah, that's the news uh, for this week. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, not, not to make it too heavy, we got to transition, kind of keep it light now. Quincy, what we doing, man? We got to change it up. We going to the weekly wrestling review? Um, nah. Or, or, or is it uh, the the uh, Brand Warfare? Yeah, you should be an announcer or something, man. I Referee, kinda, cameraman, I, they call music me, guy. They call me Quinzel Dabble a little, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, I guess. Man. <laughs> I dabble a little of this, dabble a little of that. You I, know what I, I'm saying? I hear you, man. But, uh, yeah, uh, I was going to go ahead and jump right into NXT. I know this week's kind of weird because we got a Friday Night Dynamite, and uh, it's just a lot they got packed in this week uh, weekend, I should say, because of Double or Nothing. So I believe the idea is that uh, we're going to review some NXT and just jump into some predictions. Am I right? That would be the case, yeah. All right, and and I heard there might be somebody uh, making a run in. Who knows? Who knows? But uh, all I'm saying is, um, you know, not that we're not going to not report on Dynamite, but with the pay per view going on this weekend, I think we could all just roll it into the review. Yeah, definitely. I mean, 
I don't. I mean, are they gonna have to? Are, are they on a Friday again this next week? I don't. Or this I, back I, on Wednesday. I, I can't. I couldn't even tell you. I, I, I'll see. Can't if I can. call it. Can't call it, man. Can't what call it. What are you here for? I'll tell you what I'm here for. That's his NXT review, and I'm going to jump right into it, man. Uh, we'll NXT. We had uh, Shotzi and Ember teaming up, going against Raquel, women's champ, of course. And, uh, of course, her this friend Dakota Kai. Yeah. This had, uh, you know, number one contender implications for the uh, women's tax straps. You guys know how I do it. I call the spots. We get a, a nice early Hurricane Rana by Ember to the champ. Uh, inverted Sling Blade and Cannonball by uh, Shotzi, of course, and a Texas Cloverleaf, which I sometimes forget is in her wheelhouse till she brings it out. We get that uh, mid-round, baby. Right? <laughs> that mid-rope diving code breaker to the champ by uh, Ember, and that tiebreaker by Shotzi for two. On the other side, we do get that assisted jumping foot stomp from uh, uh, yeah, Kai I, I and Yeah, because uh, I was Raquel. wondering what she was about to do when I saw her put her hand underneath her like armpit. Yeah. I was like, what are they about to do right oh, now? Oh, yeah, that's, that's uh, something they've been doing, just I haven't seen it in a little while because they haven't been tagging as much. So Yeah, I mean, when you, you got someone the size of like Raquel, you're like, this is get ready. It's, yeah. all, it's launch time. Yeah, for, I mean, and don't get me wrong, it's looked ugly before where she definitely vaults her way too high. Like, but I digress. So it's like, uh, so no, it's just a splash. Yeah. But uh, Kai <laughs> does distract uh, Ember uh, before she eats a big boot from Raquel. And we do get an assisted GTK. Yeah. Uh, but Shotzi breaks that uh, pin with the senton. Uh, basically, see the uh, the end where Ember counters the single arm powerbomb with a modified eclipse. What'd you think uh, about that? That. Uh, that kind of reminded me of like the the choke slam RKO. Yeah, basically. I mean, I know they kept trying to call it an eclipse. I mean, it was basically like a jumping it was a stunner. stunner. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then they hit that dominator running cutter, a la uh, machine guns. We always say that uh, with Shotzi for the win. Post match though, Raquel does attack Ember from behind, then boots Shotzi to the floor. Uh, Kai makes Ember watch as Raquel just decimates Shotzi. Power bombs into the plexiglass, uh, one into the post as well, and then she actually basically. Uh, I would say she snake eyes her, but in a military press way, you know, yeah, onto the barricade. It was, uh, it was interesting. I, I like the, I didn't mind the fallout. Yeah. The, my only complaint about it was that I just felt like, I mean, I, I didn't want uh, D- D- Dakota and um, Raquel to win. Yeah. Because I feel like, you know, they needed, her is a ch- is weird because she's the champ, but they're still kind of working like that whole, like she they, like she's still her like heavy. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's because, weird. Because if you notice when they went in the, uh, in the entrance, and they came out. Yeah. She had the belt, you know, uh, she wore it backwards to kind of show it. But then, like, you got Dakota, who's, like, covering it yes. with her pose. So yeah. I'm like, I don't know if that was done on purpose. Yeah. No, I, I, you she, know what I mean? Like, yeah. And her taking the pin is, is curious as well. Yeah. You know I mean, I, would, I thought they would focus on that yeah. and go to the next seg. But, yeah, so I was surprised it needed to be post-match. And, but the thing I thought was weird was the verbiage. She tells Ember... You're next if you mess with me again. And it's like they weren't really messing with you to begin with. Like, I'm, I'm, you know what I mean? Like, I will say though, like, this is the first time I was like, or not first time. I mean, I, when Amber first came back, I was just kind of whatever about it. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I was kind of like underwhelmed that she was who the, yeah, the whole vignette, vignette was for. Yeah. But, I, you know, I, I have been enjoying very much what she's been doing with Shotzi. But even to be honest, watching her in this match, she's been getting back to, uh, not trying to be Dave Meltzer here, but she got she's gotten back to her, her, her uh, best shape. Yeah. Cardio's on point. Yeah. Uh, because you know she had a little bit of ring rust. Yeah, but I, her movement is fluid. She's not uh, uh, moving too. Her early. rhythm is back. Yeah, I was gonna say because she had that one spot where um, she was on the apron and um, Dakota tried to run and boot her, and she had like a real last minute duck, and it looked real good. Yeah, and I yeah. was like, okay, she's doing some good. I'm okay. just, I'm just cool off this. Um you know, pop lock combo like it's the yeah. That, time I finally, finally caught that, but I, I will yeah. say uh, I liked how they changed it to the welcome to the fire pit. 
Yeah, I did see that. Yeah, so. But uh, next, we get a backstage promo from Ciampa and Thatcher. I love this a lot. Uh, Ciampa says they put the cart yeah. before the horse. I was when they about called out, this, yeah. When they called out MSK, and then uh, they start, uh, kind of brings up their current grudge with GYV. Says the final destination has many paths before Thatcher cuts in and says their path starts right through GYV. Uh, Ciampa notes, uh, you know, GYV won round one while they round they won round two. That was hard to say. Uh, but promises there will be a round three. Then, of course, he chucks his chair and walks off screen. He said, talk to him, Timmy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, together. Because Toothless Timmy, he grins and snarls, and then he throws his chair into the roll-up gate behind him before saying he can't wait to break their limbs. Then Champa does something he hasn't <laughs> done on. ever, and he runs right back. He comes back into frame, and he grabs uh, Thatcher by the nape of his neck while they kind of ferociously stare down the barrel. I, I like this a lot. You're not going to give it to us? You, you, you couldn't give it to us in voice? What's that? I'm gonna have fun breaking your legs. No, I don't. I can't. I can't <laughs> he, he used to do. He used to do a really good uh, Thatcher. Yeah, that's true. I, I haven't done it in a while. I, <laughs> he said, I yeah, want, that's true. I, I, I didn't want to embarrass myself, but I did like that a lot. I like the uh, synergy of the intensity yeah, because for a while it was still like, yes. okay, so mm-hmm. we're just gonna not go back to the Imperium thing. It was just teased and not, you know. But I still feel like there's something there because. You know, and, and we'll get to that in a little bit because there was a vignette regarding Imperium yeah. and what's going on with the yeah. ranks. So, but uh, this brings but us to go ahead. I, I was gonna say I did like the cohesion of the promo. It didn't. Yeah. Look, it's, it's like there's there's Kingston and Moxley. and yeah. There's them too. Yeah. The saying? package is great. Yeah. yeah exactly. Uh, I do like it. Uh, this brings us to Bobby Fish and Pete Dunn. Before that match, though, we do get kind of this vignette that plays with threads footage of Dunn injuring Fish during War Games, and then you kind of hear the audio of both men since they've been back to kind of hype up the match. Uh, on Fish's side, he does uh, he does his kind of curious. I call it a hammerlock snake eyes, which yeah. he, you know where he uh, gets him in a hammerlock and uh, volts him up like a snake eyes would. But like you know, it's all arm and elbow and shoulder that gets affected on the rope. He does blast Dunn with a forearm early that makes his cheekbones swell the fuck up. Yeah, sure. bro. Uh, he does it a uh, back body drop to Dunn on the floor and then sends him hard into the plexiglass with a running knee smash as well. And there's he got a new song too, by the way. Yeah, and yeah, generic rock song part yeah, three. I, I was like, since, this you know, sounds like Vanessa Bourne song jeez man well without without the words or something yeah seriously <laughs> yeah. uh he does counter the kimura lock with a body scissor uh but with yeah, this cradled man. exploder suplex <sighs> into the ropes that causes done to land pretty awkward on his head yeah like and he uh of his head yeah almost. definitely yeah, does and he but he does hit that flying fish hook i haven't seen in a while for two yeah nice uh done on the other side you know he does get a chance to, uh he peppers in those palm strikes he likes to do we do see a double knee drop to fish's injured arm at one point fish mocks the shoulder shrug and it just fires him up and he hits a snap German suplex, the double hand stomp, and the roundhouse kick. Uh, basically, we see to finish. Both men trade arm bars when Dunn counters it to the bitter end for the win. I, lo- um, I, lo- I love the the end the end uh, sequence. Yeah, it was a really was, cool sequence. Yeah. yeah. Post match though was curious. Says Oni attacks Fish post match. Like at no point does Dunn get involved, uh, but he just watches on. <laughs> just shrugs. Yeah, yeah. He's just, just you know. Yeah, he basically just shrugs. Just Pete Dunning. But just... he does send him um, tricep first into the turnbuckle, and yeah. then he basically tells Fish he's going to put him on the shelf again, and he starts like. Peeling away, uh, peeling away the skirt of the apron, and he kind of cranks his shoulder against the metal edge of the ring using yeah. his foot. Uh, referees spill out, and they chase off the heels, but Oni runs back, and he punts his arm before leaving with Dunn at the ramp. <laughs> I mean, well, I was kind of... was like, Fuck it. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> and, then, and then he just runs and hits him with the PK. I was like, oh, that was awesome. Yeah, I mean, I think it's interesting because it's his first match back. He does need to get his heat back, you know, or not his heat back, but like some some receipt. And it's weird that. Yeah, they had the interaction with him and, and Kyle, and 
you would think Kyle would want to run in. Yeah, and, I, I think like that it doesn't was have to lead to though. a tag team match. It's just I mean, it, you know, I wouldn't d- have been mad at it. But, but it's like he's cranking the fucking arm. Dude. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, like yeah. it's not just like you getting jumped last week. Like they're trying to injure him for good. Good. Well, that's like, what that's my thing. Is like, yeah, you don't have any beef with with Fish. Um, you still have uh, obviously some respect and some you know, there's love there because you guys tagged yeah, forever. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And then it's like. How do you just stay in the back and just like watch him? Like, you know, oh, I guess yeah. I, but it's like, oh, but when it was you in peril, that you, you know, he came and helped. Yeah, yeah. It's like, would you have rather gotten I help mean, you, or you, gotten your ass handed to you? Like, yeah, my thing is, you could have just ran out just to pay it back already. Yeah, just just to, and yeah. just be okay. But so, well, we're square though, because like, I feel like it's gonna be is, a prolonged. Like, are we friends? We're not friends. I told you yeah. I was moving on. I'm not here to fight you. And it's like I don't. I'm not here to see Fish and Kyle fight. To be honest with you, I, I don't really want to see them. Like I'd rather them stay distant, uh, like not frenemies, but just like just having their each like, other's like, six. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, so, seriously, like just comrades of battle because they've they've seen it many times with each other. Uh, anyway, it takes me to a segment with Hit Row. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, they're in the studio. I will say I do like the pre uh, pre tapes more. We've talked about that. Uh, BFAP says last week and every week they put everyone on notice and they're big mad. Top Dollar says, "Boy, we need a big bag." Well, Shanti and Swerve say that's big, big facts. facts. Uh, not my favorite part, but uh, Fab no, then continues, says NXT is a land opportunity, and lately they've been shining, uh, and then the Shanti ad-libs, the light switch. I don't, I don't know why. he. There's just a lot of ad-libbing in this. That, well, see, you like, know, he, he just don't rap. Yeah, he and, just, and, like, and every he time, stands out so yeah, much. Yeah, because you think, he, you think he's starting a bar, and you're like, oh, he, oh he, you're not. Oh, he's just talking. Yeah. Uh, she okay. continues saying it's time for Hit Row to go gold, which I really liked how she said that. Swerve teases uh, a TikTok before mentioning he has eyes on a main event and NXT title and says he'll cross Karrion and Finn, or, or Finn, I should say, off their hit list. As Top Dollar says, they got Legato and MSK covered and plans to set slap L's on their heads like they was Mario's brother, of course. Yeah. We talked about this. I mean, I, I, again, I, I, we get why, it. Why we, all, we all fucking with Cole. We Don't all get me fucking wrong. with that with that offseason, but uh, yeah. Angelo Dawkins? Yeah, he, he did it better. Top Dollar? Yeah. Y'all just quit it, okay? Yeah, man. Uh, Shanti then calls Copyright out... Copyright infringement. Yeah. <laughs> Ashanti, uh, he calls out Kushida, saying he will split the time splitter's wig and yeah. knock his ass back to the future. Best thing he's done so far on the mic, I will say. It's not the best thing I've heard, but the he best thing to, from his character. It's, I don't know if it's his diction or delivery, but he always he keeps coming off like he's like cutting into their promo. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, a little bit. And it's like, it's crazy because he's trying to... But the timing's good. Right. And, 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 and yeah. And the he's timing trying, is as far as how they pitch it to each other. Pause. But... Like yeah, but yeah, when he comes in, it's like, but him trying to be the hothead though, I think is is it's tough because he doesn't sound like he believes it, but he has military background. You know, he's a badass. You know, what I mean, because he's been trained to be one. So I don't know how he see he translates needs to go with that. that. Like, you like, know, what he, I mean, he, he needs he man he he should have you know you know uh, Ashanti's TTG baby trained to go. Yeah, like, seriously, that's yeah, that's way better, man. Like, I should be paying you, man. Uh, Swerve, he uh, mentions the North American title as well, says Reed is colossal and all, but then Dalla cuts in and says, what's Godzilla the King Kong, Ashanti and B-Fab? Not, not, not a... Uh, they hit a hit row, uh, you know, chime, basically, Fab does. And then uh, they said, if you don't know, now you know, you know, and end the promo with the with the hand signal. Hey, uh, not bro. bad. You know, it's, they're kind of putting, uh, you know, the the entire roster or the champions on notice. They want, you know, I, they don't have enough guys to get all the belts, but it would be cool to see. But, I, I mean, 
it's all talk to me at this point. So we'll see what happens, man. I feel it. But uh, this takes us to Mercedes Martinez versus Zeta Ramirez. Uh, early on, we do see her making her way to the ring, and she kind of cuts a promo saying, "Wait, out." No, she took, I did it again. I I thought that was what's her name. I I was going through it. Oh, uh, Lacey just saw, Lane. I just saw the braids and just thought that that was her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Now she's much smaller stature for sure. Not to say that Lacey Sorry. Lane is big. It's just she's got more muscle, I think, than Zeta does. But uh, but yeah, she's uh, we see a uh, uh, before the match. Mercedes is shown walking to the ring. She says how she took Raquel to her limit, admits she didn't win, but learned a lot from the loss, and tonight's her road back to the title. I only bring this up because Boa is shown curiously watching <laughs> her in the background. Uh, in this match, Zeta One does... the cakes. That's what he wanted. <laughs> I guess. Uh, Zeta gets a running drop kick, a bicycle roundhouse kick for two, and uh, he, she does get a uh, curious triangle hold as she transitions to a rear naked choke. But uh, Mercedes, it's a brutal rolling elbow smash pretty early. Uh, triple butterfly suplexes, which I like the third one. She put, like brought her up to a cradle position, then did it to kind of show off her strength. Gets the spine buster as well. The end comes with a running knee smash from Mercedes and follows with an air raid siren for the win. After the match, she begins to celebrate when the lights go out and Tian Shaw's music plays as red smoke fills the ring. The lights go back on, though, or lights go back out, and then the lights come back on and her music plays again as if nothing happened, and she realizes her right hand has been marked. So it seems like that's what she's going to be doing next. So... Feel like it's a step back, but whatever. I mean, I'm not against her and Zaziah. Yeah, because you know they they both kind of got the uh, the the martial arts background, so I'm interested how that's going to come into play. They're going to get a whole uh, Mortal Kombat. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to lie. Team. You know, what I mean, she's going to get recruited now because it was interesting. I mean, because uh, you know, I joked about the cakes, but he's like, oh, momita. <laughs> no. Nah, but like, <laughs> nah, Bo don't even talk most of the time. She can touch my kendo stick. Oh, stop it. She got, hey, he got trained with the kendo. Yeah, very <laughs> so, true. Very true. He, he, uh, this brings us to the he million. down bad. He just... <laughs> uh, this brings us to the million dollar face off with uh, Cameron Grimes uh, yeah. and Tay DiBiase. I'm going to try to get through this as much as I can. Grimes makes his entrance, goes to speak, gets interrupted by Tay DiBiase. Uh, Grimes explains, you know what, I've I'm not always been rich, uh, but when I started to flaunt a little bit, you showed up to kind of rain my parade. Questions why he started doing that as he actually looks up to him and says, I wonder if it's true that you should never meet your idols. Uh, Ted basically says... He, he was great delivery on, on Grimes. Yeah, yeah, I thought so too. Uh, Ted says he actually likes Grimes and feels like they have a lot in common and admits he's kind of been showing him up to because he sees a little bit of himself inside of Cameron Grimes. Says he's in a... In a in NXT, looking for that one individual that embodies the million dollar man legacy uh, and notes it's not just about money, it's about in ring performance and praises Grimes for his in ring, but says since he's become rich, he's kind of lost his focus and in walks in the living embodiment of walking, talking gold, as he called himself. Yeah. L.A. Knight, yeah. Says, uh, you know, when it comes to the million-dollar legacy, he's got a million-dollar opportunity. Advises Ted to call off the search because he's someone who gets the job done, has undeniable Kavorka, and it's a perpetual motion machine of badassery, which I love this. Yeah. Uh, says he's not someone who locked up with digital money, but someone who, like I said, is walking, talking gold. At this point, he enters the ring, but Grimes calls him nickel and dime, which I like, and says, you know, this this conversation is only for millionaires and kind of tells him to take a walk. But DiBiase seems like he's open to the pitch, says, you know, uh, I, I know who you are, um, you know, and he, he does believe he's going to be a megastar. Because uh, he's got a million dollar body and mindset. Grimes says he might have the Kavorka, but he's no Cameron Grimes. It's a much fanfare. People were kind of getting behind yeah, Grimes. Yeah, it's yeah, like a really slow were. face turn right here. Uh, and he kind of reminds Ted this is like a, a you know a million dollar face off between us and not Knight, then walks right up to Knight uncharacteristically because yeah. 
because Grimes is a chick- coward. He's a chicken shit. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. yeah, but he walks right up to tonight and tells him to leave the ring or he'll kick his ass straight to the moon. And he did, and he excellent did, he, call and response and from the crowd. He was not yelling like he he wasn't all riled up like he usually. He nah, said he it was, to him straight, soft. And yep. just like serious. Exactly. Then at this point, he, he turns a quick second to talk to Ted. He gets snuffed from behind by night. He leaves him laying with the BFT. With the, with the best looking one he's yeah, ever done. For, for sure. Uh, and, you know, L- LA exits the ring as DiBiase stands over Grimes saying, Kid, you're never going to get it, are you? And then. He lets out the chuckle before he kind of curiously leaves with Knight up the ramp. I don't did know. Leave, if, okay, I didn't know if he did leave. With it him it was kind of like they were leaving at the same time, but n- neither of them were taking the lead. So you couldn't tell if they were waiting on each other or just like, you know, walking up the ramp at the same time because the segment was over. You could, you really couldn't tell. So, But I'll tell you what, um, you know, oh, uh, LA Knight with, with, with Tay DiBiase in his corner with Cameron Grimes as a babyface foil, sign me up for that. I, I, the story, yeah, mm-hmm. but I felt like the uh, L.A. Knight introduction to the segment kind of ruined the segment as far as where it was going because I thought it was going really well. Yeah, because it, it was long. It yeah, really, it did and, run a little long. Yeah, but the other thing was I had heard that they were that the plan was he was actually supposed to bring the the championship. Yeah, the, uh, yeah. I and didn't so, hear it was this week, but I heard it's happening. Uh, okay, because I was thinking, yo, Cameron Grimes though with a million dollar championship would be actually lit. Yeah. Yeah, that'd, like, that'd be great, man. Because, like, Ted wasn't the biggest body guy, but he was, like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Tough son of a bitch. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? I got the body hair. <laughs> Maybe those two will have a match at, in your house, and whoever wins gets the managerial services of Million Dollar Man. We'll see. That, that'd be Even cool. though all of a sudden he's like, Dad, Ted Jr., Dad, I thought you said I had the legacy. <laughs> no, nah, I'll be back. <laughs> Go back to selling insurance, son. Oh no. man. man, I should have went. Uh, with, I should have went with Cody. <laughs> uh, next, we actually we don't get the entire way this week. We only get Indy. Uh, yeah, she's I was in the backstage. Say that. We got a huge absence this yeah. week. Yeah, uh, Indy Hartwell is shown searching for Dexter Loomis uh, when she walks in on the Everise live show. Of course, uh, they get upset until Drake Maverick kind of steps in and uh, points her in the right direction to a room behind her. She enters this dark room when the lights come on, revealing like numerous illustrations. It's like just canvas all over the walls depicting i would say just various expressions of heartbreak i guess uh, yeah. and then she sees a drawing of loomis with a knife in his heart you know from it's kind of depicting last week when you know he unknowingly was standing over her at the spa and she called him a loser but didn't realize it was him because she had the face mask off and she realizes now that he was there before she runs off basically uh this brings us to the world premiere of frankie monet she takes on uh Cora Jade, who I've kind of heard of, but I've not yeah. seen much of. Uh, bef- during her entrance, of course, Barrett, who's like the king of over the top now, says, uh, Frankie is modeling a 35,000 euro robe from the catwalks of Paris. <laughs> Or Perry, whichever one he oh, wants to man. say. Uh, Jay does get a tilt-a-whirl Russian leg sweep for uh, for just a one count, but it did look cool. We get running knees to the back of Jade in the corner. Uh, Red Velvet does a very similar thing as well. Uh, running hip attack and Meteora to boot after that. We get a spear and a stalling blue thunder pin before uh, Monet hits the glam slam for the win. Beth, of course, mentions... That looks familiar! Thank you, thank but, you. Uh, you know what I did like, though? The other over-the-top thing uh, that, that uh, Barry had... He said, he goes, she speaks English, uh, English, Spanish, and French. I can barely speak English. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. It's like, come on, man. Come on, bro. <laughs> I was like, man. dude, I could just chill out. Man. This takes us to a backstage promo from the grizzled young veterans. Wait, wait, wait. The, the soon to be 
Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is this wasn't bad the though. The G Young veteran. Drake, uh, James Drake got his facials on point. Yeah, a little bit, you know. Uh, Gibson says costing Champion Thatcher the match last week was nothing personal. Just a couple of vets getting their receipts and uh, putting them in their place. Drake adds they're done with Champa and Thatcher as they came to NXT for tag team gold, not to entertain a couple of chair throwing lads. Uh, Gibson says they're not done with MSK though, and they'll be watching their title match next week as they are the tag team champions that NXT needs. By the way, shout out to uh, Tyler Bate who just won the N- NXT UK Heritage Cup. Oh, that's what's up. Yeah. Okay. Big strong boy. Was he the one that went against A Kid? I kept hearing yes. about that match. Yes. Was like it was insane. I gotta, I gotta yeah. watch that. Okay. Uh, this brings us to a vignette from Imperium. That's your weekly, right no, there. No, no. This Imperium. was a Zoom call. Yeah, Zoom. Yeah. Well, well, it was a kind of. It was a little bit of both. You see, yeah. footage is played of last week's events as Walter's Zoom call narrates, <laughs> saying Wolf's weakness has cost Imperium for the last time. He didn't have what it takes to stand up for this great sport. Uh, they will continue to set things straight uh, by writing the first wrong, which was losing their titles to Brazongo, a couple of showmen, as uh, Walter calls them. Uh, says the. Uh, when they step in the ring against them, they will have to restore the honor of their beloved sport because the mat is sacred. 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 Imperium sacred. <laughs> it's uh, that same little... Uh, it's always, I don't know what it is. It's, it's just, gotta, it's it's just it's like funny. when we do Vin, you know? The cat. <laughs> it's, just, it's just those in-pocket impersonations. <laughs> but uh, this brings us to an in-ring promo from newly minted, newly crowned North American champion Bronson this Reed. This decent. Yeah, I like this. He talks about uh, his journey. Uh, it took to become the champion. Uh, mentions the 14 years of climbing up the mountain, falling down, but getting back up. Uh, talks about the doubters uh, he had along the way and uh, holds the title as proof that anyone or any kid can go out there and never take no for an answer and uh, get to where they want to go, basically. Says now that he has the title, he wishes luck to those who try to take it from him before letting the locker room know they have a colossal mountain to climb. When LDF, Legado del Fantasma, interrupt and Santos cuts a promo, kind of congratulating him, but mocking his story and wa- wiping away these faux tears with a handkerchief, which I liked, uh, before telling him he can't really late basically because he was already born a champion uh, i really like this take because he i mean i hate joaquin saying anything i was but, gonna say that was Santos, the best thing, the, the comedic timing was was good yeah but i i, I liked I, i'm concerned about his booking heading forward losing twice to uh to uh Kushida, you know what i'm saying so uh after the run he's had with the cruiserweight title so I was wondering, I wanted to be taken seriously. He does say, you know, he, the North American title did catch his eye because it represents Mexico as well as it, you know, represents America. Yeah, North America is uh, obviously yeah, America. Exactly. Or United States of America, Canada, mm-hmm. and Mexico. But, so but yeah, yeah and, and he says, which means it belongs to him, and vows to take the belt from Reed as, you know, him and LDF. They start to surround the ring, but of course, MSK make the save. We see a double super kick to Wild. First Wild, of all, uh, shout out to my boy for walking those Iversons, though. You yeah, see him he with was, those though. old answers, I, Yeah, though? that was, mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. like, yo. I think, what's the name? Nash had the, he's the one that had the, uh, the vans on but yeah, i think yeah. it was yeah for sure so but uh yeah they they uh they we see a double super kick and then we see a body block from uh reed that sent santos to the floor we make you know the heels basically just you know it, it's gonna be a six man i'm sure down the line it just makes yeah like, i'm just tired of it i mean it seems like that's what they how they've been booking msk as champions lately because they yeah. did the same thing with Kushida and ldf so it's like i i get that they still have some beef with ldf because mm-hmm. they they just beat uh, you know, they're the normal contenders. Yeah. But it's like, well, we don't need to run it back with just a different championship. You yeah. Know, you know, sub out the, the, the Cruiserweight Championship for the North American. But um, 
I do love them as a tag team, so I can't be mad. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I am interested to see how they have they faced each other yet. Who's that? Uh, other than the six man tag stuff, uh, MSK and LDF. I don't think straight up. Uh, did, did they go against each other in the uh, the Dusty Classic? They might. Um, I don't know. I'm a look. They might have. Don't even worry. I'm gonna check it out. Yeah, because I'll they, I know they beat Lucha House Party LDF, but I don't know who they went on to face. But I, I mean, at some point it was you know MSK and GYV uh, in the finals, right? GYV. So. But uh, no, I was, uh, this brings us to a match announcements like we were just talking about. We have the uh, tag team title match, MSK, going against LDF next week. And uh, also, William Regal, he talked about after tonight's main event, they're going to need a new number one contender and explains he's evaluated the entire roster before announcing a triple threat match that will pit Kyle O'Reilly going against Pitt, uh, Pete Dunne and Johnny Gargano with the winner facing the NXT champion at In Your House. I thought this, this was really interesting because you were just trying to, like you literally were saying, well, it looks like Johnny's going to be kind of, you know, uh, transitioning. Anchored, yeah, yeah. kind of like anchored more towards the the world heavyweight title picture again, but he still had the North American Championship. Mm-hmm. And I think you just said that he would have to drop it, and then boom, he drops it, and then now he's in his triple yeah. threat match. And he has been saying some things, some d- disparaging things about Cross. Yeah, so definitely, it, it yeah. makes sense. Definitely, but uh, what I like too is there's room for them to chase the tag titles. Uh, when and if they want to with with theory and gargano like there's some interchangeable gold that could go on you know what i'm saying in terms of them you imagine if they're like we're the greatest tag teams in nxt we hold all the tag team gold like i could totally see some shit like that those promos would be priceless but yeah uh this brings me to the main event finn balor the prince the cat is back and he wants his strap <laughs> yeah, and he's he's walking from his nap. Yeah, there you go. He uh he is back, man. And uh, of course, they made this official last week. It's uh Balor versus Karrion Cross Part Two for the NXT title pre match. We get intangibles. You know, I love those. Finn, he's ruthless, has agility, enduring stamina, and ring IQ. While Cross, intense striker, judo grappler, presence, and dominating or not dominating. I almost said domination, but dominating. So I mean, I would have to agree. Those guys know how to work a ring, man. On uh, Balor's side, because uh, honestly, there's a lot of back and forth. So Balor at one point does send Cross into the plexiglass really hard with a running forearm smash during the uh, picture in picture. Uh, and at one point, Finn, he gets his lower back kicked kind of sharply uh, with a low kick from Cross. And then he snaps off a German suplex. And at one point, we get an Oklahoma stampede. And I'm talking post to post, baby. We don't see that a lot. Um, the last time I saw it was, is No Mercy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's like, exactly how it looked, bro. Like it, it was really good. But the match itself, these are these are the spots. Like I said, there's a lot of back and forth. Finn hits a jumping foot stomp, but Cross absorbs it and snatches him in a cross jacket. What? The yeah, it was just like because he hits it and starts to slide. And then once he slides, he snatches him. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Cross slams Balor repeatedly into the barricade and then awesome bombs him into the plexiglass. It does not break or collapse, but it's a hard spot. You know what I mean? Like, like it's just I'm popping you up and you're you're going right into the glass, he, basically. He, he, he uh, sometimes does that one, like, throwing powerbomb, exactly, depending yep. if you're small enough. Like, yep, yeah. that's exactly the one he did. Uh, Balor, he does hit a sling blade, and then he uh, which sends him to the outside, and he follows with a tope senton on the outside. Cross gets hit. No sells it, pops back up, and hits a spinning back suplex onto the announcer's table. No give, doesn't break. It's just like this dude is just, he's, you know what I mean? It's like one of those things where it's like if there was any little string of mistake that you were hoping to pull on from our last 
you know, uh, time that we rendezvoused, it's not here this time. You know what I mean? Like, different beast altogether. Uh, Finn hits a shotgun dropkick and misses the coup de gras, only to eat a uh, doomsday Saito suplex from Cross. Uh, he does lock in his grounded ab stretch that, uh, or I guess, I don't know what it is. It's like that, the thing he made Kyle tap with, uh, Finn. And, but, oh, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Cross is able to counter, and he gets on top of him and rains down forearms to the back of his neck. But somehow Valor is able to switch positions and rain down some of his own before locking in his own version of the cross jacket and then transitions to a triangle hold. The cross grabs the referee's arm to stop himself from tapping and then picks him up for a, a powerbomb. You know that spot. Mm. Uh, the finish comes where both men rise up with ferocity, man. It's like it's it's a it's a war for sure. Uh, cross uh, hits back-to-back forearm shots to Finn's back and then repeatedly stomps on his neck uh, before he finally locks in the cross jacket for the pass out win uh where carrying yeah. cross does return the uh retain the title I, say. I did know that there was a pass out when that that much uh got spoiled for me gotcha as okay. usual so I, I knew that I, I it's not that i didn't want to watch it i knew the where it was going and i figured i'd hear the, the action from you yeah but i'm definitely going to still check this out but um you know a lot of people were actually wondering if this match was uh you know kind of telling of the future of uh, yeah, of, of uh, Finn Balor. I, I was going to say cuz the 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 last f- visual you see is Cross sitting with Scarlet in the middle of the ring near a fallen Finn holding the the belt over his shoulder to end the show. So it was very symbolic. So yeah. Yeah, because a lot of people were saying that maybe this could be his last match I and mean, he may be uh leaving NXT. Uh, and that's mm. only because he actually was on the Out of Character podcast recently, and he openly had says that uh, he wants to return to either Raw or SmackDown. Oh, okay. Um, that's right. I did hear something like that. Okay. He says, uh, absolutely, the idea of returning to the main roster interests me. Obviously, I grew up as a wrestling fan watching WWE, and I feel like that is where I want to be performing. I feel like in my, in my last run there, I wasn't doing myself justice. I needed to change something, and I went to NXT and found out who I was again. And I managed to do that to some level, and I'm hopeful at some, uh, also some level, that Raw or SmackDown will happen sometime in the future. So, hmm. uh, I don't know. A lot of people are thinking maybe this is him, you know, his little swan song before he goes back to the main roster at some point. I mean, it goes back, like we said, new faces. He's not a new face to the roster, but his character is renewed, and that character would be new to a Raw I mean, ring or a SmackDown ring. But I would love to see him mix it up. I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm trying with to those I'm, kind of promos. I'm up in arms only because. On one point, I would love to see how the new Finn navigates with what's going on right now, but there is a precedent sent with how that goes. They usually don't do the whole continuity thing, you know what I mean? Yeah. Only up to so, you know, this, as far as character-wise, they only go so far. But I can't help but think that, you know, even though he hasn't been seen and they obviously drastically pulled him uh, pulled him off TV um, and he's no longer with the company, like with the absence now of, a, of a, like a Velveteen Dream, mm-hmm. I would argue that maybe Finn's importance is kind of irreplaceable right now on the show. You know, we don't know where Adam Cole's at either. Yeah, um, and, and that's the thing. I mean, we, but we do have a lot. Th- there's a lot of pieces. I, I totally get you because even like with a guy like LA Knight, easily could be in the heavyweight title picture, well, but it's like not right. Like he's got to get there. Yeah, like, and, and I think it, it takes the right opponent for him to get there. Exactly. Too. I mean, but at the same time, Cross actually allows. Like there's other people that can get shots for that title now, mm-hmm. where they don't have to be similar in build. I mean, he could defend um, against every all three of those guys in the triple threat. I'm sure. Yeah, hundred. But I'm I'm also thinking like at some point, you know, whether it may interest them or not, you know, Cross and um, Santos. 
Yeah. Would not I wouldn't be mad at that. Yeah, I mean, we've already had it before and now that he's seemingly transitioning from cruiserweight after yeah, looks a like momentous he's reign. Up. Yeah. yeah, for sure. I mean, which I think yeah, you got players that are in route. I mean, you know Bron- I mean? Bronson Reed's obviously he's a mid-card champ right now. Yeah. He's getting built up obviously. But I mean, to me, I feel like he'll hold that thing for like maybe a month because they just need to know that he could he, he's like worthy and not worthy but can handle being a champion potentially. You think he only have it for a month? I mean, North he'll... Americans very work I mean, well, I, I don't mean like a, a month. I would say like by the next takeover maybe. Like well, not the, not the in next... your house the one oh, after. Oh, the one after that. that. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Who do you think uh I would say probably Knight, Theory, Loomis. I mean, who knows I, who's going to be there I, by then? I'd, I'd prefer Grimes. Uh, yeah, or, Grimes would be I great. mean, L.A. Knight, I think, wouldn't be bad either, you know, as far as a notch for him that he would need for momentum. Yeah. But it's a little early. Yeah. But at the same time, I feel like he treats himself he treats himself like the star that I'm familiar with, mm-hmm. but when it comes to NXT, he hasn't reached that peak yet. So yeah. it comes off a little pretentious. Verbally putting the cart ahead of the horse. Yeah, for sure. that, but, that's why but, like when, when he did But if whole you know, sh- you know, so it's like... Yeah, uh, but like he did the whole spiel. Like, you know, he finally hit the Kevorka line. I've been yeah. just trying to tell well, you he, about he it. Did so, it to, he said it to um, Indy. During that whole Dexter no, that Lewis I remember, match. But, but he put the, like the whole thing he yeah. said, like with that Coined badassery yeah. stuff, because he usually says all that stuff together. Yeah, no, yeah, that, was, so. that, was, that was my point. Was he said it off mic? He said it yeah. like just to her. So it was yeah, I agree with but, you. But it was I'm good saying, to hear like, him he, coin he it finally, on mic and get in his bag. It, yeah. But then like the fans weren't like with it all the way. Yeah. Also, you know that's what I noticed. So I don't know. Yeah, but if you you got to remember too, it's not the fans that are in the Thunderdome. It's talent. Oh yeah, they're like so, oh okay, so we're gonna need you guys to laugh here. Or not Thunderdome, the CWC. It's it's the C, it's, yeah. it's the Thunderdome. The PC. Yeah. It's the Thunderdome with extra stuff. But, uh, yeah, no, that was NXT, man. And uh, yeah. I know we probably definitely got to take take a, a, a quick break, pay some bills. I'm sorry. I know that's usually your line. Ha-ha. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you seem to be a little bit short this month, so we'll see how that goes. Oh, man. Yeah, them streams are looking real valuable, fam. Oh, uh, yeah. We uh, we just reaching, uh, I think we're at 14,000 as of this uh, episode dropping. Probably that's over insane, 14, 000, man. Like, yeah. that's that's dope. That's it's, that's uh, it's a blessing, man. I mean, that uh, when you think, I mean, you, 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 the only goal you set out on public record was the 10. Choo choo. Yeah. Lesnar Mania train still rolling, Jack. It, it was it was the 10K, and yeah. then to know that you're you're dipping into like almost 5K. I, I mean, well, you're the that. one that said, nah, like, why stop? Like, keep it going. We're going to go to 10, and you was like, go to 100. Let's go. And so it's like, hey, let's keep it moving. Like, my next main Half goal streams will travel, is my 20. Friend. So we're, we're yeah. already have, almost there. So we'll see I what's look, up. But yeah, I man. mean, why stop? Let's get that 25K. <laughs> let's yeah. just keep it pushing. Let's but do uh, it. I digress, man. We're going to be back. Again, uh, we can't do the, the the brand warfare this week, but we do have predictions for double or nothing. We're going to pay some bills, as uh, Doc wanted me to say. There's my cue. We'll be Boom. right back. At GCF, subject to change, we saw some familiar faces. You heard the song, you know the name. He is back. It's been a while, but the toxic one is in the dojo. We have toxicity in the city here. We introduced you to some new faces. Subject that changes the name of the game as we have more surprises here. The Lucha homies, I wonder what business they have. Look at this guy. Look at, look at this guy. Katie Cassie. Got the black and gold going. Looking a little bit royal. I like this. We gave you... Uh, 
Goldie the Gold Coast Bear? Oh, I guess uh, give the people what they want. Watch the action. Experience the fastest growing brand of sports entertainment in Orange County today. Follow the Fed and relive every moment with your video on-demand tickets still available at the link below. GCF presents Subject to Change. What is going on? Uh, we told you we had uh, some predictions on the way, double or nothing, of course, going down this weekend. But you know, I, I feel like as a champ, I'm, I'm a benevolent champ. How are you? And 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 I just want to give the people a gift, so mm. I give you. Without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, him, Mark McFly. <laughs> What's going on, sir? The magnanimous future, future champion. I'm here with my prestige. Oh, oh, I don't know. It's the damnedest thing. Doc was calling you a paper plate champion or something. Uh, I don't, paper plate champion. I don't think I said paper plate. No, no, no. I think he said paper champion, but I was like, no, meaning he like eats the competition like on a paper plate, right? No, no. no I think I said not my. Oh, oh, not. Oh, he's denouncing you yeah. as any type of royalty. <laughs> I, I see. But I see. Uh, no, gentlemen, uh, you know, it's always good to get together. Uh, Double or nothing. Man. We were there for the first inception of the event. So this kind of holds a very special place in our hearts. We were there live. Las Vegas saw it all I, I go just, down. I just love the, the just the fact that we were talking up the whole Moxley thing all the way up there. Yeah. Like, and uh, just kind of saw, saw it through. Yeah. Now, honestly, and, Mark, your excitement from when you, when the swell of everyone looking over and seeing Mox yeah. and hearing you. Put him on his head, Mox. It's like I still, ha- I still have that video and that audio of sheer yeah, joy, yeah, yeah. excitement. It's just like that's the chills right there. Well, which is I mean, we were also like uh, behind. I yeah, guess, I think Amber yeah, using the shield and shit. So it was cool. Yeah. It was cool for to, at least to see him get a moment like that was pretty cool. It was. Yeah. I, I just remember. I know you guys remember just walking and continuously walking. Yeah, continuously walking, and they were like, "Oh, the line's all the way inside the hotel, all the way out of the, uh, you know." The- uh, one thing I remember, one thing I remember is like right before we got in the show, we were, I was chugging whiskey out of a oh, Canada yeah. Dry bottle, yeah. And Dave Meltzer was like right there, like just standing there, like clearly oh, yeah, just right. like clearly just waiting to be approached by people to take pictures and shit. And I just, <laughs> yeah. I'm just. I'm just I'm just crossfaded watching this dude like man, who me? in his mind. He's like, who me? this guy's a mark for himself. Acknowledge <laughs> me. <laughs> who, who, who me? I, I'm nobody. Who, who, yeah. Yeah. What? No, I'll, I will say, though, uh, just to add to that, like you're talking about the, how long that line was. I it did not take me long, if at all, to go into WrestleMania when I went. So it's crazy to think we were waiting outside. I don't we think, went through a building to go outside. Of a building? Oh, yo, you, you know, you remember we also started out by the fucking pool. Yeah, and there was yeah. just like mad, like there was just like mad drunk, like people, oh, and people yeah, like, yeah. like just like walking around, like yeah, loud, obnoxious. Like, I remember very, that. Yeah. Who are these guys here for? And that's it like, was, not it you. Was <laughs> like, why? Oh, why are you here? Oh, it's Memorial. It was Day. a weird. It was that. a weird ass place <laughs> to be with, like a bunch of wrestling fans. Like you know, like, yeah. Well, that, that's all I was gonna say. I think I think Mania is a little different because of the fact that you know, when's the last time like we've had any big event in Vegas where like yeah. So it's like that was kind of like the first thing of its kind in a casino, dude. But 
I'm, I'm even saying like I didn't even like I didn't feel the oh the lines are out the door. I walked right in at Vegas. I mean, or not Vegas, but mainly. I mean, it was busy when you got in there, but well, you know they were, ex- they were expecting you. Know, yeah. I mean, they uh, saw the countdown and they yeah. knew what was upon them. But but you know what? You guys ready? Double yeah. or nothing? Match card. Let's try to Let's get go. into the predictions. We you got uh, about nine matches, and I'm uh, just trying to. Uh, get through so, and, and uh, I'm gonna I'm try to act like I'm excited for all of them there you go um but that's not the case all right match number one the casino battle royale of course uh there is one that's to be announced as he is the king of spades we do not know who that will be we got Christian Cage Matt Seidel powerhouse Hobbs uh Penta Jungle Boy Matt Hardy Mark Quinn I uh Isaiah uh, I probably say private party uh the blade evil uno Colt Cabana Preston Vance or 10 Griff Garrison, Brian Pillman Jr., Max Caster uh, are the acclaimed. QT Marshall, the factory, I guess, because we got Rhodes, Lee Johnson, and uh, that's about it. I'm going to go ahead and just say Christian Gage. I don't know, because winner getting, I think, a future title shot uh, against whoever wins the main I, I'm, I'm going to go King of Spades, but if, if it's uh, – <laughs> we had a joke there because it showed Big Show's face. <laughs> yeah and i was like don't tell me this fool's in it no he's just commentating is what they said specifically yeah, so maybe that's the opener but jbl did that once and then he started getting up from his table <laughs> yeah. and all of a sudden he was in the royal rumble yep, so. very true hey so is the king of spades is this a surprise entrant like what, what yeah is this? yeah okay mm-hmm. it's like they're, right. you know they do that every time yeah 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 okay oh so, doc you said christian cage because i'm listening to everybody else on that list and i'm like who like, you know what I'm saying? I can't think of, I mean, you said, did you say Pentagon was in there? Penta's in there, yep. I could see possibly Pentagon Penta being, um, but there hasn't been a lot of focus on him lately. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, I'm I'm, I'm going to go with the, the mystery opponent just for the sake. You're going for TBA. TBD. Or, or, or the, the KOS, King of Spades. There you go, KOS. I'm surprised that we don't have Scorpio or Ethan Page in that match. It's uh, a travesty, right? Really. Aren't they in a Aren't they in a match uh, with Sting? Oh, they are. Oh, yeah. that's true. That's right. know, yeah, because yeah, there's a lot of guys. I was Come on, Mister. Aren't you? Aren't you the champ? Shouldn't you know the match card? Uh, I mean, the, the match card is a little less than. Uh, it's it's underwhelming. Let's just be real. <laughs> but uh, I will I will say though, like yeah, I I keep thinking of other people that are supposed to be in the in the casino battle royal. I'm like, yeah. why wouldn't Pac be in there? I'm like, oh, Pac's in there. Yeah, he's in a triple threat. Okay, never mind. On the usual. I mean, listen, I know, I know, I just called you out for not knowing the card, but is Hangman in a match? Yeah, he yeah. is. Because I was okay. my pick was gonna be Hangman. I was like, oh no, yeah, because I was gonna say Hangman, but I was like, oh, I, I was don't like, know if he's in a he match. has a match with last year's winner with Cage. So yeah. or or was it last? Yeah. Oh, year? Or he, right. he did the he did who, the uh, McFly. Who do you got though? Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Cage, Chris and Cage, right. as the safe pick. All right, all right, all right. There we go. This yeah. brings us to Don't the like uh, take any chances. I see. <laughs> <laughs> this brings us to the uh, women's title match. Uh, I think it's a resounding Britt Baker, but I'll go ahead and for those who may not know, Britt Baker DMD will challenge Shikaru Shida's uh, long title reign. Uh, finally, and I'm like I said, I, I feel we're I'm all, all for it. <laughs> we're all for Britt Baker on this one. Am I wrong? Oh, 100%. I'm, actually, I'm actually going for Britt Baker DMD. So I oh, okay, just want gotcha. to make that known. Okay, so I'll make sure yours says DMD. Yeah, it's, not it's, Baker. It's, it's a little different. <laughs> it's a little different. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, cool. Uh, this brings us to another match. Uh, that would be, and I, you know what? I know I'm the Cody guy, but I don't really have as much. I, I'm very intrigued by the American dream part. That's about it. Um, but we have Cody Rhodes as the American dream taking on Anthony Agogo. Uh, probably the strongest prospect from uh, QT Marshall's newly found the factory. What do you guys say? Um, that's debatable. Uh, marketability there. 
Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if he's the, I think he's the biggest in, in terms of presentation, but he still is green. So that's my thing is I feel like this match may not go that long. Cody, if it does, Cody will be carrying him. And I believe that a go-go is going to get the win, to be honest. I, I don't see, because a win does nothing for Cody. But he really doesn't. I mean, yeah. unless it, unless it's one of those things that someone could look good losing, but a go-go again is not there yet. So uh, I don't know. Um, yeah, I'm going for a go-go on this one, to be honest. It's tough for me. Um, and then because that way I, he can, I feel he like can it, punch him out and he can get ready for his baby. Well, and, and I get that. But I guess to me, it's more of like, does a go-go need that high level or high profile win so soon? He's beat two Absolutely jobbers, not, but the only uh, other person he's been in Austin gun, Billy gun, the guns like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not I don't feel like he's really climbed the ladder in that way to get, you know, to, to get to the uh, the, the patriarch I, I, of the fan, you know, the nightmare fan. 100% right? agree. But when you look at the person who, who vetted him and recruited him, it was Cody. Very true. You know, so Cody's been real hands on with this project from jump. So that's why I don't it didn't really surprise me that this was going to be his first high profile match. But with only like, what, two, three matches on TV? I expected it I to know. be Rhodes, to be honest with you. But this is what I'll say. Um, uh, it's it's weird. Yeah, because you're right. The wind doesn't really mean much, but I totally see Cody wanting. I mean, because at the end of the day, they're all nightmare guys like we talked about and he wants to not look good. But what I can see is uh, Ogogo almost winning Cody winning with like a veteran roll up or something. And then they take him out post match. So I'm going to go Cody with post match shenanigans. So we're going to do is it specific that way? So what if you win? No, it's not. But I mean, I'll just put Cody and I'll put parentheses in case I want to go ahead and get my extra point, which I'm always entitled to. Well, I don't know if you're entitled to creative guys. You're definitely entitled to your your creativity and fantasy. (laughs) Okay. Um, uh, you know, we we always have to send it through the uh, the filter hey, to figure out if it's hey, going to be approved. But yeah, you know what? If it's for real for me, it's for S and G's for you. It's cool, McFly. I need, I need screenshots and timestamps. Time, okay. <laughs> uh, what do you say, McFly? I think this match is tough to predict because I don't think it, I don't think it helps anybody. I don't think anybody winning or losing. I, I just think it's a bad match. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's a bad premise. First of all, like it, does, it, it doesn't make me cares about. Yeah, it doesn't make me want to buy the into British, the pay per view British, you know, like I, it's just, it's, it's, a, it's, it's, it's a kind of a mind boggling booking decision in, especially even in a company that makes mind boggling booking decisions, in my opinion, like it doesn't really make any sense. Uh, but I just don't see Cody taking an L to a, to a rookie. I mean, that seems like a, I mean, I mean, I know, you want, to, yeah. I know you want to put the guy over cause he's a big, you know, he's potentially a big prospect could be a big star has a semi, you know, uh, mainstream sports crossover appeal, I guess, as an Olympic champion. Uh, but fuck, man, you can't, this isn't how you book wrestling, dude. No, you, don't, I, you, can't, you, you can't, I mean, if you, if, especially if you got, especially if Cody's taking on the American dream mantle, it's like, would Dusty lose to a fucking rookie? Like off top, like no way. Like, and see, I'm kind of annoyed by that, that if this is the only time we get it, it's against a guy like yeah. a go-go, like instant it's heat. like a, a ha- but, it, but, instant it, heat. but to me, it's like, but it has to be him in order for it to be like a USA versus something. You could just use it. You know I mean? Yeah. I don't think yeah. the American dream was ever specific to, you know, being a uh, elite defender of the country, you know what I'm what saying? Do you mean? He is the elite, uh, uh, plump, you know, common man, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. He, he is the common man. I think when Cody first took on the American nightmare mantle, I don't know if he was, I don't, I, I, I can't remember exactly. Like he was mostly a heel. I mean, he was mostly kind of yeah. a representation of an obnoxious, you know, a, a successful, good looking American 
Yeah. It you was know, basically at, at if say like he was just kind of that like kind of a represent representation of I don't want to say privilege, but just of like yeah royalty essentially. You know what I'm saying? That was even it was even in his fucking theme song, you know. Yeah. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh I don't know if it, I don't you know I don't I don't I I've never I had never been big on the whole nightmare family nightmare collective nightmare or anything like I've always thought that should have just been stayed as a heel gimmick that he can go to when he wants to be a heel yeah yeah like I'm uh, going back to nightmare Cody versus yeah, right exactly yeah. uh, the American Dream thing it's like yeah if you're gonna take up the mantle fine but it, I think it should be in the case of a big time wrestling match like like a R- Dusty Rhodes versus Ric Flair type situation not yeah a, no yeah that's Cody that's Rhodes what, versus a go go. You know, so. Exactly. That's why I'm like, it feels like it's wasted yeah. on this. But uh, you going yeah. Cody? I'm going Cody. Yeah, 100. percent Yeah, Cody. And I, agree right. with you, I agree with don't you get talking. mad. I don't get all hot when you Yanks get shitting on. <laughs> uh, this brings us to a TNT title match, uh, which definitely got hot shotted way too fast. Wait, Lance. wait, wait, wait. So, okay, I was gonna ask, is that actually on the card? Yeah. Is that I kept thinking that was for this Friday. No, I, I, maybe it's part of. I I was. I mean, from what I just looked up right now before we went live, it said it was on the card. That's insane. Yeah, Lance Archer going against Miro, the newly crowned uh, TNT champion, as of two weeks ago. Um, I this is another one just like the one we just talked about. It's very hard to to predict, but wrestling logic says Miro doesn't drop it after you know it's his first defense if he doesn't do it on Friday. Or actually, he does defend on Friday. I can't remember against who. But, it's uh, Dante. Yeah, it's right from um, Dante Martin. Uh, I can't remember the top name. flight. Top Dr. flight. Dr. There you go. Yeah, the coldest in the game. Why? Why? Because you know he's solo now since and, his partner and, and, got and, hurt. He's ranked apparently as a singles to be able to go for it. I don't. <laughs> that, that, that's my least favorite part about. It. Okay, never mind. I won't say that. But that is it. That is one of most it's annoying bullshit. things about the show. You it, know, it's like uh, how they, how how they can just Excalibur can just get on the mic and tell you who's good, and it's like I, there's no proof of who's the top ranked guy. I haven't seen this shit. Like I gotta go on YouTube to see a guy beat a jobber five times to. Yeah. To, it's just, I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. Like to me, I'm gonna but. I'm gonna predict Miro. Um. Me too. But I feel like it's with either help from Sky and Paige because I know he's been kind of sort of flirting and mixing up with them. With the, I mean, it's been weird, but the whole Sting and Dark Order stuff because it, I think we talked about last week how it seems like Lance was part of that. Then he just kind of fell off from those two and just went to Miro instead. So I either see that happening or Jake actually turning a Lance Archer to cost him the, uh, the championship. But I'm going to go Miro. That's good. Uh, I did Miro as well. All right, that's all I got. McFly? I'm gonna I'm gonna pick Miro. I do want to say that this match doesn't make any sense. Like the last one doesn't make any sense. Like you can't you like who's gonna benefit from this? Uh, Miro's gonna. Man. I guess Miro would benefit, but Lance Archer the 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 L that to, is gonna be more harmful to Lance Archer than it's than it than it's gonna be positive yeah. for Miro. But it would have been this, better if you put Lance in the Casino Battle Royal. Yeah, yeah, and also doesn't this kind of feel like the kind of spot where maybe if you're gonna do the whole Miro breaking up with Kip thing. Isn't this the spot where you have the match with those two and Miro brutalizes well, it? Like, well, like Kip is out. Whole... Kip's out for six months. Oh, is he hurt? I didn't even know yeah, that. Okay. Yeah, that, yeah. Inadvert- yeah, I, I think it's like knowledge. a shoulder injury or something like that. I can't remember exactly yeah. what it was. So, but yeah, so he's gonna he's gonna be solo for the foreseeable future. It looks like at least until Kip comes back. But I mean, monster versus monster with no build. Yeah, for a championship that's... that for a championship that was just won two weeks ago. Exactly, the biggest pay per view of the year is that that you scratch your head. So. Hot shot city, yeah. But Miro, Miro, yeah. Uh, this takes us to the tag match we were talking about earlier. Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky taking on Darby Allen and Sting, who uh, they announced would be in in ring competition for the first time. Um, 
I'm going to go Paige and Sky Man, because yeah. I think we already got the payoff of Sting back in an action and moving. And, you know, he doesn't look like, a you know, I don't mean to sound like you know, morbid about it, but he wasn't an old body, man. Yeah. He wasn't geriatric. He wasn't paraplegic. He he could move. Like people were scared that if he touched anything, he was going to get paralyzed. You know, so he's going to just disappear into a cloud of dust. <laughs> exactly. So, um, I think we've already done that. And uh, honestly, young guys in Page and Sky, they, I mean, they don't need to get their heat back on a guy that's very, very part time in Sting. No disrespect, because obviously I'm a Sting head, but I just think it serves better to, for the young guys to get it. I'm going for Scorpio and Ethan Page as well because it would be their what? They're probably their first official match together. Yeah, that's not on dark. Yeah. Um, is this a straight up match? Is this like a? Is there a stip? Uh, I have not heard of a stip, but Friday has yet to happen. I think, this is so a, I think it's a straight up tag match from what I've heard. Because uh, I was wondering if there if this is going to be something uh, you know theatrical again, cinematic or whatever. Yeah. Or this is going to be a straight up fight, which I mean, yeah. they said it's not cinematic that they, they were very strict in the announcement of in ring action, like any mm. like, you know, maybe it'll be pre taped. Who knows? But that that it's it's going to be an actual match. So, I, I mean, to me, they, they've worked over the leg on staying. They, you know, Darby threw down the steps. It's like they have it, it makes sense if they don't go over. You know what I mean? But that's me. And uh, just for clarification, you said Miro. Uh, no, no, no. Page or Sky? No, no, no. But I'm asking for because I didn't have his. Oh, oh yeah. He's written down. Yeah, for TNT title. Yeah, he he yeah. had Miro. Okay, and then you said Scorpio Sky, and then okay, so or Scorpio and Page. Who do you have? Uh, young Marquise. Uh, I'm gonna go with the uh, Scorpio and Page as well. I, I I think again, I'm not booking this, but I would you would think that this would be leading to some sort of split between Darby and Sting, so you could have that match. I mean, wouldn't that yeah. be the wouldn't that be the logical move? So uh, uh-uh, not if Cody's in booking. Uh, uh, uh. I mean, I, 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 I don't see uh, how Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky can recover from taking an L on their big in their big first match. Honestly, especially with mm-hmm. the kind of start and stop they've shit they've been doing with Scorpio in the first place. So, and then given uh, like what I said, the damage they've already caused leading into the paper. Right. It's like if you guys lose, then you guys just suck. <laughs> Cause, yeah. Because yeah, then yeah. okay, because then say they lose, then what, what do they do with them after? Like, what's right. going to change from now? And after, like, because all they're doing now is, is, you know, getting a few promo spots, but just basically hitting the ring and just doing some cheap shots. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. it's like that. That's they've been kind of having to force. They've been having to take their opportunities to get time on TV. So it's like they need to come out of this better than they are going in. So I would think that they would get a win. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. just based on uh, current perception. But uh, what we got after this, Doc? We got Adam Hangman or Hangman, Hangman Adam Page. Hangman. Hangman. <laughs> Hangman. You going for uh, for Page? Okay, I never I, not go for Page. I got you. Well, it's yeah, it's Hangman Page when it gets Brian Cage the Machine. Oh, uh, again, it's supposedly supposed to be straight up. Leave Taz at home. Leave Team Taz, even though Taz keeps being shown in the graphic. But I don't know if he's going to be there or not. But uh, I also I'm going to go with Hangman Page because I don't. We've seen the losing streak. We don't need to see it again. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, him picking up the pieces and all that stuff. He just. He just got back on his feet a couple months ago by joining Dark Order. So uh, what do you say, uh, McFly? Oh, I'm never going to pick Brian Cage to win a match. I mean, what are we talking about? Well, you know, I got that person. <laughs> I, I can see this. I, I can see uh, Page winning at the expense of something, some malfunction between 
or miscommunication between uh cage and taz which that, will finally like plant the seeds or even further yeah. for the split finally that'd be great but actually. i mean is it because like that would just leave him with hobbs and hook because starks is injured now so yeah but, let, let me ask you let me he's ask on you, he's know, on know, screen I, though i know this is like not like prediction wise but i mean if he does split from taz he's the guy that needs the fucking mouthpiece the most out of all those guys like realistically <laughs> i guess i guess hobbs I guess Hobbs. Yeah, man. I guess Hobbs. Oh, uh, man. But come on, bro. Like, are you telling me that? Like, like every time that I watch Taz cut a promo, I'm like, that's a, that's that's pretty decent to good promo. And then Cage comes in with his like out of place. Who better? Like, like who better? <laughs> like the like it's like dude, just fucking stand, be fucking intimidating and stand there. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Are, like, it's just. He's, I, I don't, he's the yeah. walking embodiment of dude say less please right yeah to me <laughs> like, like no yeah, lie like you spent all this time on your look like let your like, look like how, how, how he let jade, how he let jade cargill do a better promo than him I, yeah exactly exactly because so. i'm that bitch no. <laughs> that brings us to the uh aew tag team title match the young bucks defending against john moxley yeah, and eddie kingston i just had one quick thought what's that do you think that that king of spades could be the queen of spades and have cart like what if like mark sterling was able to pull strings and get her now in that match i tell you no i see that you started off with something good but then went a different way if it's going to be anyone it's going to be tessa dude tessa's the only one that's wrestled guys they've been saying that there has been nothing i I was just gonna say but i don't think if if it was up to me i'd say maybe daga what about andrade I mean, that I, would be the would, best thing to do, but I don't know if it's too soon. I mean, we got triple, triple a mania is not until December. So I don't know ah. how much build you need from now till December to, you know, thread True. between shows. So I guess for me, I was thinking maybe she can cash it in for a women's title match against uh, Britt Baker at a, you know, I, I was mm. thinking as far as like, she's not on the show, they've been doing vignettes, but if you want to actually showcase her in something like this, you could in a, in a battle royal setting because, you know, they've done it before with like Nia Jax and yeah. You know what I mean? Whatever. But, you know, she's, you know, bigger than a couple of those guys on the squad. That's why I was saying that maybe she could believably. Yeah. You know, if you want to feed her to like a Jack, you know, a Jack Evans tour or something uh, like that. Yeah. He's still got heat during to get off. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, he's, he's still working off some uh, heat. But yeah, you, uh, I yeah. digress. World Tag Team Championship match. Young yeah. Bucks defending against Mox and Kingston. I'm actually going for Mox and Kingston. I actually wrote that down as well. And the only oh, reason yeah. was, uh, I don't know, BTE uh nick or not nick matt had like a very a very good promo at the end but it was very hard pressing on something jr said and i'm just like "Mm, i don't know like why would that bother you so much if it you know and it's very much in the vein of we're the tag team he just snuffed kenny in the in the in the public because he said that randy orton's the best wrestler (laughs) alive whatever I mean, Kenny's not there yet. I mean, he's there. I don't know. It, it yeah, is, like, it I, I'm, so I'm not here to debate people, that. People taking that personally is so funny. Like, like, Randy yeah, like, first of all, like, why, 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 why is, why is JR's opinion the end all be all? Like, calm down. Like, I mean, I it know. is in certain conversations and circles, but I don't think that, I mean, that wasn't news to me. So, but, uh, yeah, well, I mean, listen, I'll say, I'll say it right now. I think Randy Orton's a better wrestler than Kenny Omega. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, so but, I, but, I mean, that, that's a crazy, that's a crazy thing to say. Like, how is that crazy? I don't, I don't know. Yeah. No, I don't think so either. But what do you think about who the better tag team is between Kingston, Moxley, and the Bucks? I'm going to go with the Bucks. I, I don't see how they're going to lose when they're starting. I will, off I will say consistently, uh, Mark does not bet against the boys from, uh, Rancho. You know what? I don't pick a guy. Yeah. I'm not going to, I'm changing. I'm, I'm changing. I'm, I'm not going to pick against the EVPs unless it's like a unless they're dropping the belts to other EVPs, you know. So I, I'm I'm sorry, Mark. I couldn't hear you over the sound of a sandal flip flopping. Are you over there changing? 
Oh, I'm sorry. I I'm sorry. I, I had to soak you all the fire. You do it to me all the time. I just let it slide. So. I don't know. I don't know. It's okay. So you got the box. At least I didn't wait till you till you went to the next one before you're like, you know what? You know what? Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hey, <laughs> we we all, hey there's different there. paths to the yeah. final destination. That's how I take mine, man. You over here. I, but, but and I've also won oh, the title up. this way. So I flipped up. All right. <laughs> there you go. All right. So you got Bucks. Uh, Mark got Bucks. I got Moxley and Kingston. Uh, we got two more matches, guys. Stadium Stampede, the match that no, literally. That's, I think I, that's going to main event. Probably, because it main event I, last year. Probably. Uh, no. Did it? Was I, that how they went off the air? Yeah. Remember, they, I thought, they went off the air with uh, the group shot of the, the oh, elite that, yeah that's and right then you had uh you had i remember specifically because you had uh, matt hardy doing his ah yeah yeah that, that's right that's <laughs> like, right yeah that weird <laughs> he, had to, he had to get his shit broken in, yeah. woken yeah so yeah. but stadium stampede either way because that's not going to main event my card ever any day of the week uh inner circle going against the pinnacles if uh <laughs> inner circle loses they must disband um i'm going inner circle strictly yeah. on the i mean i'm glad that uh you know these are the two things Dak said this isn't going to be some SNL, Showtime's, rom-com. We're in charge here, so this match is not going to be a mockery. So yeah, I, it's I, already I'm, been reported that it's drastically different. From yeah, Russia. which which I'm all for. The second thing is... It fucking better be. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and that's what I'll say. The match you probably despise... The only match you despise more than this is probably the Mimosa Mayhem match, I would say. Um, oh, you, oh, you you really hated Stadium Stampede? He was, Mark, I thought it was good fun, but I, I, mean, thought, I mean, listen, bro, I, there's like certain things that you can do, but like I, yep, it was so fucking stupid. Like they're so silly. Like, like <laughs> well, the, like, yeah, there's the, a the, lot like, of stuff I would have taken out for sure. Like, it felt like watching a full pre-tape, like 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 wrestling. I, 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 like I, I'll say that like the 100 yard Northern like, Lights. My, my tolerance is, for silliness is like getting lower by the day because everything is silly. Like I, I know yeah. if. if like if nobody is serious, then I then I don't care if you're silly. Like it's like all right, well then like there has to be serious people to contrast against your silliness, or else yeah. it's just everybody's silly and I don't care, you know. So yeah. I, well, the the other point too I was going to point out is the fact that you know Inner Circle lost last year. I don't think you know against a team that's not even the the original members anymore. The elite is gone right, on yeah, and more. Yeah. So I don't think it serves them well to lose that match twice and then it kind of changes its uh, aesthetic in between time where it's more serious and you would think they got the better synergy than a newly put together group in the pinnacle. Well, well, um, so I'm gonna go inner circle because I just don't see them breaking up right now. But let me ask you guys this: You think that it's pre-taped again yeah uh, yeah it and, and, then, and then let me ask you this because when they did it last year they they pre-taped it i thought specifically a lot of it because uh the fact that they didn't have fans i thought it was but, the cuts you know they had all that, oh there's the, that, all too. that hijink stuff you know with the, yeah it was like a mini you know, movie yeah basically. um but i guess i was wondering if you thought it was going to be like in front of fans this time now now, now that they have the the cue to actually um, have, have people there well or you think that'll, that'll be yeah that, that's that's a good question because because they're, they're, I, I they're expecting see... people to be a double or nothing There's yeah a, exactly. you know but, i know they're selling tickets and all that but so. i don't maybe they'll play with live react because i think last year it was just the talent reacting as loud as they could that's what i remember yeah, yeah. so um so you say i say inner circle i say inner circle as well but uh i do have a hot take i think that if they do lose uh <laughs> this is dumb but for some reason, I feel like Santana is going to be a reason why that they lose. Like, he's going to like... Oh, because he's been gone? Like, y'all left me in the clink. <laughs> and then all, all you hear is... Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, 
Ortiz like Richie, I'm sorry. <laughs> just I'm gonna put Santana slash Sammy. But uh, no, I mean I'm not. I'm well, just that's right, just you a, say you say that's just a hot circle. take. Oh, yeah, okay, that's just you. a hot take. What do you say, McFly? I'm gonna go with the pinnacle. I, I just I, I I think I think they need to look. Yeah, they need to look legit and they need to run the show if they want to be legit and run the show. So I, and inner circle. I, 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 I was into the inner circle when they first showed up on the yeah. show because of, because they were entertaining and badass like at times and, and cutting good promos, but it's run its course at this point. I think, it, I think it's holding guys like Sammy and uh, Santana Ortiz back. Like you know, Santana Ortiz haven't even sniffed the straps. Like not. Oh yeah. Like, well, I mean, I mean it's so, amazing. Like, Proud and powerful had the tag title match not too long ago, but yeah, they, they, they only saying. had one title match exactly. before then. And that was, or no, but they haven't, they haven't been presented as legitimate contenders. Really. Yeah. The, la- the last so. time they were is when they had the whole, uh, it was them at full gear versus the bucks. And when is I think Sammy the only, getting the only uh, person, the only person that's benefiting from the inner circle, in my opinion, right now is Jericho. When at first yeah, everybody was yeah, benefiting from because it. Because Hager is, isn't even like, I, I want Hager to get such a uh, facelift than what he went through in WWE. And I was not a yeah. swagger fan in WWE, like, no. at all. So I, I, I like that, that's the real I, Americans with him and Cesaro. Yeah. But, but that's the extent of it. Yeah. yeah. And to me, I'd, I think, I'd like to see him, I'd like to see him be Sammy's heater. For sure. Yeah, see, like, I'm not mad at that. And I think the layer yeah. the, of reality from his, you know, shoot MMA record is yeah, dope, yeah. you know, but I feel like it has not been presented as such. I'll put it this way. He's the one I'm the most worried about if they break up. See, I, so. I, I think of it different. For me, I'd rather see him split off with Jericho. He'll be Jericho's heavy because then that story already writes itself. They can fight each other down the line, mm-hmm. which helps Jay, uh, Hager immensely. Mm-hmm. And then you got, uh, I, mean, I mean, you got to remember, you know, you know, Jericho's the guy that Hager beat for his world when he cashed in. Yep, yep. So there, there's some story there that they could tell. And but honestly, we, more uh, times than not, you see Proud and Powerful rolling with Sammy. So I wouldn't be against him, you know, rolling with them. I mean, we've talked um, about that before. But I, just... I definitely want Proud and Powerful to do their own thing because it's, yeah, it's getting ridiculous. Like, for me, my my dream scenario is that the straps finally get away from the Bucks. Uh, at some point, the Lucha Bros have the straps, and then we got the Lucha Bros going up against Proud and Powerful in some wars. Yeah, because they yeah they have storied matches for sure. I mean, I agree with that. I just I don't I wonder though if the in the, you know the uh, stipulation is n- you can't team up at all. Mm-hmm. Like like you can't be in you know in any t- type of group. San, you know, they post. can call them maybe, maybe the, then, then they're gonna have like a three man group and they call it something different. That, it, 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 I it mean, maybe, the, but like, I just wonder if, if it, how specific he's gonna get. If he's gonna be like, oh, the Nexus has to break up, oh, you're the core. No, that's the same thing, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, true. I don't know if it's gonna get that, that crazy, but Christopher, why are you hanging out with Mr. Hank? <laughs> exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah, some, but uh, you said Pinnacle, right? The pineapple, I think Pinnacle is gonna win. I think Jericho okay. needs to be, I think Jericho needs to be written off TV, yeah. So I, I think, th- I think this is the way to do it, especially but, if his elbow Pinnacle. is is actually, you know, I mean, uh, hurt. But I, he's just, honest, he, just, he just overexposes, in my the, opinion. The, man. Like, the, I, I just think yeah. he needs to be off TV for a while, but, yeah. But to be honest, if this is the end of Inner Circle, like they've had a pretty good shelf life thus far, what, like almost two years in the fir- their first two years of the incarnation of the yeah, company. Yeah, so. I just think it's, if it, I wish it really they were sh- better off by now to, it, to do the split, but yeah. Well, to me, I feel like they just went backwards. There should have been Stadium Stampede, and then they run it back at War Games or whatever yeah. they call you know, what was the Blood and Guts, and then ah. Surrender is what makes them, you know, because then you got the whole Jericho sent off the top of the cage and they're not a family anymore. And then you could take a lot of time you got the, off with all five of them. You got you Sammy know? carrying the burden that he's the reason why. Exactly. Yeah. Just, yeah. just I mean, listen, they're, they're, they're a great, you know, they're, they're a good faction 
in, I, and, they, and I'm sure they'll be propped up in the history of the company if the company survives for a while. But if you look at it just stats wise, I mean, nobody else touched a strap at all besides Jericho when that yeah. group was together. Yeah, I mean, to me, like, yeah, I, was, I was going to say earlier, Sammy's not had one TNT title shot. Uh, I mean, well, for me, like, I'm surprised Hager hasn't been the TNT champion. He's been the measuring stick. Yeah, for, and for he that had, crew, he'd be perfect for that role. He's, he did challenge for it, but yeah, not successfully. I mean, he had a shot against Moxley. Yeah. And that uh, empty arena match. Yeah. That was that one time, too. So. Yeah. But uh, this brings us to our main event, gentlemen. Of course, the AEW World Championship. Kenny Omega defending against Orange Cassidy and Pac. I'm going to say Kenny Omega. And the reason I say that is because Pac and Orange, I feel like, are going to get in each other's way just to further the this this uh, best friends versus Lucha Brothers. Or, um, I mean, Death Triangle storyline. Because... Uh, like we yeah, they, like, they let off the gas on that. Like, yeah, but I, I think because they're two guys from those op- opposing groups, they still haven't like capped off that feud that they wanted to resurrect, I guess. I feel like there's still something there because like we talked about earlier in well, the show. Yeah, they, they did have Penta versus Orange the other day. Yeah, they did. But yeah. like we talked about on, on the show earlier, trios championships are soon to be coming. So I feel like that's the best way to do it is they get in each other's way and then that sets up like, some inaugural match between the death triangle and the best friends for the trios titles, my opinion. So I definitely don't want it to be uh, Jurassic express, but anyway, Kenny Omega is my pick you guys. Yeah. It's it's Kenny just because I see them still trying to keep him strong until they figure out what's up with Andrade. Yeah, exactly. You know, so he's got this match and moose coming up soon too. So, yeah, that promo that, that I think I sent it to you, promo uh, Moose had a pretty decent promo. Yeah, no, that whole segment was pretty good, actually. Well, but uh, yeah, Mark, w- uh, I'm gonna go with Kenny as well. Uh, yeah, I, you know, it, I, Kenny. I think, uh, I think actually, Doc, it, it's uh, apropos that you brought up our memories of the first double or nothing. Because if you were to tell me that this was going to be the main event, mm-hmm. if you were to tell me at, at, at that double or nothing, like two years from now, it's going to be a triple threat with. Orange Cassidy challenging for the title, I'd be like, yeah, whatever, dude. Like that sounds. Well, what's and I think he debuted that night. Yeah, in in the in the battle royal. We we, we knew. No, 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 no. He wasn't in the. He he didn't debut in the battle royal. He debuted after uh, rescuing because the Dark Order were about to beat up the best friends, and the lights went off, and then he came back on. It's just him in in the middle of the ring. Right. I I don't think I remember that. I mean, I. I got. I, I remember Dark Order doing that whole debut. And everyone was like, "Who are you? Who are you?" That was rough. Oh, yeah. oh okay. Maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe, maybe I'm thinking. Uh, maybe they're a show apart or something. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I do remember that where they were like, "Who are you?" There's all these creepers <laughs> and shit. Yeah, man. <laughs> oh man, and then and, you know, it's crazy because like supposedly they've been in and out of PWG yet the Californians don't know who these guys. You are. know what was crazy? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I they mean, look. They, they, their they look the, was the different. Smash Brothers, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. And their look was definitely different than when the last yeah. time I saw him. So I think, he, I think but, it, but it's on, like on TV, though, when you watch the back, it looked cool, but you can clearly audibly hear all the who are you. Yeah, because yeah. like, I remember I think he still was he still had the the Vega mask on, too. Right. Uh, who's that? Uh, Stu Grayson. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He was yeah. doing that weird thing. Yeah, yeah that's with, right. With the, the Street Fighter stuff. But yeah. I, you know, it is what it is. But yeah, yeah th- those are the predictions, y'all. Yeah, man. May the best man win. It's been a while I since we will. had the title defense. So I think it's since Mania, right? Um, has there been any and not backlash like actual media, you know? Well, did we not do backlash? No, 
we did not do predictions. We actually just said last week that it, I think you had said that it, it wasn't uh, with double or nothing on at the end of the month. You didn't feel the need to do predictions for this because it was like that, five that, matches. That, that's incorrect. I said because I wasn't I know for sure it was because I didn't give a shit about the card. I had nothing. That's kind of the same thing. Not really. You don't give a shit. So you don't this, this card. I would say this card for for double or nothing is like. Yeah, if it's, Quincy's it's like been like, out outspoken about that. Yeah. I, I, well, because I I, I, I was gonna try to it is it's, especially if this is supposed to be their WrestleMania. Like this is your flagship event. Like I, like, I never is, realized that was their I, WrestleMania. I was, I was trying. This is to the go. event that you would expect that like Cody to wrestle Sting. You know what I'm saying? Like not Anthony Agogo. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't know. Wow. I just don't. I guess I would I see that have, at All Out. I thought All Out would have been considered the WrestleMania, in my opinion. I guess since that's I the one I put them on the map. Because it, was their first, because it was their first event. And as a, as a company, officially. Ah, yeah. uh, true. Yeah. That, yeah. But I, I, I do agree. All Out, I think it's kind of still like that that life spawn. For sure. That, that, kinda, that yeah. Or All In, All Out. That's got to be their WrestleMania SummerSlam. Basically. Something. Yeah, yeah, those two. So. But yeah, I, I, I was contemplating going to the event. And it just, after a while, I was like, no, nah, I'm cool. Yeah, it turns like, out you made a good, because, good call on that. It was, yeah, the triple threat wasn't too bad. And then I was like, okay, that's interesting. And I was like, uh, nah. Because, A, I'm not even going to witness, uh, what's it called? Uh, Stadium Stampede Live. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? It's going to be, I don't want to watch the screen. Like, I, I never, yeah, I never wanted to be in a situation where we're just going to play a movie for y'all. Y'all are just going right. to watch. Like, like, yeah. dude, that sucks when y'all do that. Like, Speaking of that, though, some movie theaters, uh, I guess, select around yeah, that's the world true. are Cinemark. playing uh, Cinemark, actually. Yeah. Oh, that's what's OK. They're they're playing Double or Nothing live in the theater. So it would it would it, it would be Cinemark. I heard about too, that. Huh? Yeah. I heard yeah. about that. <laughs> These Cinemarks watch <laughs> paying us this money. <laughs> but uh, yeah, hopefully we'll, we'll see, uh, you know, I'll walk out still champion or we might nah. be crowning a new champ we'll yeah see what's that up. part yeah, yeah we'll see what's up man but uh hopefully we can get together man yes sir i uh, definitely want to thank you mark of course for uh as always taking time away from your clang and bang schedule mm-hmm. to, no problem, uh, no problem. throw down some predictions on some matches that i know you otherwise would just rather read about later um i mean but- I'll, I'll i'll be watching you know definitely gonna watch but you know, it's not. I don't know. I just wish I was more excited it's about like, the car. That's all I was gonna say. It's like you know, not, I'll watch, but I'm not excited about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's like a job. It's like I mean, I'll do it because I got to for yeah. the sake yeah, of yeah. the fans. But for the sake I'm not of the, pumped about it. Do yeah. it for the culture, my man. But you know what? That leaves a lot of room for surprises. So let's hope, man. Especially yeah, with I mean, that TBD they, uh, they, King of Spades. You know, they got to do something because it's not enough. Yeah, I'm telling you. But um. I want to say thank you for uh, always checking out the Quincy Jones Show, man. We're here. We drop it every Friday for you guys on a weekly basis, covering both sides of the brand warfare. Um, thank you for always uh, following what we do, too, man. You guys are always up to date on all the memes we drop in and uh, all the news we like to drop as well, man. But uh, if you haven't already, feel free to follow us everywhere on social media. That is the Quincy Jones Show on Instagram. That is Quincy Jones Show on Twitter and backslash the Quincy Jones Show on Facebook as well. You can also find us again every Friday, wherever you get your podcast at. That's iHeartRadio. That's iTunes. That is uh, CastBox. That's SoundCloud, Spotify. And of course, the good people at True100Radio.com. Um, feel free to shout out, uh, you, know, l- l- you know, let them know that you enjoying the show. Because if they know y'all enjoying the show, I could possibly get a change in my, my time shot. Man. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, no, I'm just trying to get the supply out there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but uh, also check your boy out on Spotify as well. I get busy with the bars, but not more than my comrade to my left. I'm only resident hip hop uh-huh. hybrid in 
captivity. You guys know what it is, man. Hip hop hybrid, triple H, triple H. That's him. That's me. That's the MC doc Lesnar, man. And you guys know what it is. We're already uh, running past home towards 14, over 14,000 streams. And I told you guys before, I'm having a hard time keeping these streams down. You guys know what to do. Go to Spotify, go to iTunes, go to Apple music, go anywhere on these digital platform times that you like to stream your favorite artist, man. I'll be there guaranteed. In the meantime, how at your boy at doc Lesnar on Instagram at doc underscore KGS pod for all your memes, all the headlines, anything you need with the wrestling pod that is giving you what you need on a week to week basis. Quincy Jones show, of course. And uh, if you're not doing that, follow me at I'm Doc Lesnar on Facebook and Twitter. And uh, without further ado, I got three words. It's not this is awesome or double or nothing or, or Mark McFly or or I guess that's that's two. That's three that's two two oh. Yeah, magnanimous <laughs> Mark McFly. Aha. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Clanging uh-huh. and banging. That's another one. Uh-huh. I like the triple M's. Uh, but uh, top guys out. out.